There's an episode of my show that if I were more thin-skinned like your typical YouTuber, I would have taken it down a long time ago. It's the episode that all of my haters love to use against me because, in complete fairness, it's the absolute most cringe episode of anything ever. I 100% agree with him on any of the negative things they have to say about me on it. It's, of course, the episode called Paranoia, the Skyler breakup story. In it, I tell the story of me breaking up with this girl, Skyler, who had been on the show. She had been my live-in girlfriend for some time. And, I mean, total bitch moves. I cry in it a couple of times. It's bad. It's really bad. And I would have taken it down if it weren't for two things. One, that would look a lot worse. You take something down like that, you look a little thin-skinned, and I'm not. Number two, I actually get a shocking number of positive comments on this video. In fact, very few of the comments on this, and this is a pretty well-watched video on my channel, very few of the comments are ever negative. It's usually people telling me, man, I've been there too, damn, she did you dirty, or this is the one I hear the most, You actually helped me get through a breakup. Jesse, I'm going through something similar, and you're helping me get over it. And I look at that, and I go, wow, that's actually kind of nice. You know, that somebody else was in my shoes, and I could help them out. But in all honesty, I hate good, bad, it doesn't matter. I hate all of the responses to this episode that I get. They're all stupid. And I'll tell you why. The reason I hate them is because people don't have the full context. Unless you were there at the time, most of the people don't have the full context of that episode because as bitch-made as I look by the end of that (laughs) over-four-hour-long stream, nearly five-hour-long episode, yeah, people are watching that. I don't know why. At the end of that, as bad as I look, an incredible thing happened. Immediately after hanging up that episode, that live stream got switched off. Anyone who was there at the time can tell you this is true. Right after that, all of those feelings went away. I went into doing that episode because I had been suffering through what was essentially at that point a month-long depression where I wasn't able to do my job, my show, I couldn't do it, and I wanted to just get it off my mind. Now, it certainly helped to get it out there and off my chest. A weight was lifted off of me for sure, but the thing that really helped was immediately following that show, I discovered, oh, I was being manipulated the entire time, and this crazy bitch had actually turned my own fan base against me and used them to try to drive me crazy. Now, that sounds a lot like what a clam brain out there would refer to as gaslighting. And I don't believe in gaslighting, but here's what I want you to do. The next time one of these... One of these women out there tries to make some claim, oh, he gaslit me. She says some guy gaslighting her because... He said she was wrong about something. I want you to play for them 
this episode. If they've ever gone through any, if anyone, I, I think I might be the only person who's ever gone through something quite like this. If this, if any of these clam brains out there have ever been through something like this, I tell you what, gaslighting's real. You get to say you were being gaslighted, but I have a feeling they haven't. And that's why, despite all (laughs) smarter plans, any good idea I might have would tell me, don't do this show. I'm going to do the follow-up to that episode There's people out there who are going to say, Jesse, you're obsessed. That was three years ago. Are you still obsessed with this woman? Well, no, that's kind of the point. Immediately following that show, I finally woke up. It was like Neo waking up inside that pod and going, oh my God, pulling that tube out of his throat and going, oh, I've been living inside a pink goo-filled sack this whole time. What was I thinking? I need people to finally know the follow-up to that show because every time I get comments on this all the time now, people asking me about this all the time, and I keep having to go, "Eh, actually, right after that, I was completely over it. My enemies make fun of me. I have to go, eh, I know it looks bad, but it actually... I." Something crazy happened after that, and I kind of got over it. Well, here it is. Now, anytime somebody sees that episode, hopefully, for the love of God, they'll then see this one. If you haven't seen the first episode of Paranoia, don't watch it. It's not worth it. This episode is only for the 7,400 people or who, however many it is that have seen that episode, please, for the love of God, watch this follow-up because it will floor you if you don't know this information. There are people out there who must watch that episode and go, Jesse, I don't know, man. The way you're acting over this woman, you seem kind of like a simp. Wait till you see the way my own fan base And I don't like using that term, okay? But the listeners of my show that she managed to turn against me, you've never seen simpery on the level of these simpletons. When you find out exactly how she managed to manipulate me, man, it's going to change your opinion on that episode. I promise you. Plus, we're going to have a very special surprise guest on tonight's show to try to clear the air on all of these things. And best of all, you know, we're here three years later. This is the beauty of doing this now. Again, you might say to yourself, a little weird for you to do this at this point. I've made jokes here and there, but I really haven't talked about all of this ever since then. The whole reason for doing this now is here we are, Three years later, I'm over it, but an incredible thing has happened. More and more people find my show, and when they find my show, they find that episode, and when they find that episode, they become curious about Skylar. And so I've had listeners going and digging up info on Skylar, and then coming back to my cult and going, look what I found. And boy... 2020 has not been kind. You see, 
Skyler's whole life has been a series of jumping from man to man and using them. And it's all finally caught up to her. And I believe it's the... Well, I believe we have something, a phenomenon known as the wall wall. to think. It all caught up with her and boom, she's crashed into that wall so hard. 2020 is so funny because I don't know if you noticed, but I'm doing pretty well. I mean, look at me. (laughs) Skylar, on the other hand, not so much. Now, before we get into it, let me just say this. Tonight's show is about a person who was at one point a co-host of my show, created art for my show, created comedy sketches for my show. Now, while they are not necessarily a public figure, everything we're discussing is one, the truth, and two, the images, text, video, audio, anything I might be showing or playing in this episode was put out publicly by Skylar herself. We aren't breaking any privacy guidelines, YouTube, so if anything happens to this episode, you'll know somebody's trying to hide the truth. Maybe we got a little too close for comfort. And by the way, best of all, Skylar has started her own podcast. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful sucks, you faggot. Pot boy. You scam artist, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. Just adding to the amazing tapestry that is Season Infinity of Pot Awful. Hi, welcome everybody. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. If you somehow don't know me and you're still watching this episode, weird. I don't know. I don't know what's going on inside your head, but thanks, I guess. Again, don't watch the first Paranoia episode. Not worth it. Just watch this one. We're going to have a lot of fun. Did you know that we managed to, with just using brain powers, we managed to get this girl we're talking about, Skylar, bitten by bats? <laughs> it's never been done. In the history of broadcasting, it's never been done. Let's check in with that chat room, see what they're saying in there. We're live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time over at podawful.tv. Uh, the chat room's going on. Where's the money, Skylar? Don't know what the... Oh, we're doing uh, Skylar. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, Breaking Bad. I don't know why, but doing this episode just feels right. How is it simping when the bitch said she'd drive out to live with you? Listen, I will go through all of that. You know, people are going to say that kind of stuff because I've made these accusations against other people. It's all fair. It's all fair in love and war. I'm not one of these people who's going to sit here and be, you know, mad about that. People calling me out, saying mean things. No, it doesn't matter to me. There's a difference between being misogynistic and criticizing the horrible state of modern women in youth culture. Well, the chat room's going crazy. Get dracula they say in the chat room. That's right. We made Skylar get dracula <laughs> We turned her into a Nosferatu. It's, again, it's never been done. You've never seen any other show 
where they somehow managed to infect a person with rabies that they didn't like. <laughs> Break this bitch. They're saying people, okay, I guess people are into this episode. I really thought this was kind of going to, people weren't going to be this hyped up about something like this. We've had some really awesome episodes in Season Infinity, and I kind of thought we were mostly over this, but the chat room's going wild. Jesse is Dr. Pepper, Skyler's Cranberry Sprite. She has the Groiper curse. Okay, so let's get into it. Now, I'm going to have to give a little bit of backstory because there are going to be people. There are going to be people who watch this episode and did not watch the first one. weren't there for when Skyler arrived. They're going to need some backstory. So sit back. Well, this might be a long one too, and that's okay. We're having fun here, you know. Some of you. And by the way. Let me just preface this uh, by saying this. You know, in the first Paranoia episode, I talked all this stuff about Skylar and the breakup and all this stuff, but I was overly kind, overly kind. I wouldn't, I didn't allow the chat or anybody who was calling into the show to say an unkind thing about Skylar. I didn't say actually anything that mean about her. We did laugh at her getting bitten by bats, but that was about as far as it went. While this episode, you know, I, I was still that way because at the time, I was still being manipulated. I was still crazy. My brain was goo. And looking back on it, I can't believe the way I was acting. It was like a completely different person. I think people who know me well would probably say that was true the entire time I was with her. But by that point, I was not right in the head And I think I will prove that point tonight if I didn't already prove it on that episode. But I want to say this. I'm still not going to say the worst things I could possibly say. Listen, I've got in my back pocket for this episode or for just this story. I've got some stuff that is criminally insane. It is so personally devastating to a human being's life. That if I were to utter it, the downfall, the destruction would be unparalleled. She's already going through enough. And I'm not saying that to defend her. I don't give a shit. We're going to laugh in her face in tonight's episode. But we're just going to get into the really, really petty stuff. I don't really need to give you the worst. If you're one of those people who listens to this show, this episode, and says at the end of it, That didn't seem that bad, Jesse. Really? You thought that was enough? This might not be the show for you. This might not be the episode for you. We're into the petty stuff. But also, keep in mind, it's good to sometimes keep some stuff in your back pocket. You know, again, if this episode disappears, if a privacy complaint is put in, well, obviously there will need to be a follow-up Otherwise, I have no intention for that, but I have some stories about this human being that are so horrific. It's just, you know, I don't want to say anymore. So let's get into the backstory a little bit, if you guys don't mind, shall we? Just in case you don't know, the story here is Skylar was a fan of the show. At the time, I was with a girl and... We lived together in Brooklyn, New York, and it was a very serious relationship. We planned to be together, but things weren't going well, and I was looking for an excuse to get out of this relationship. I know I was, 
And Skylar was a fan of the show. She came along at a time. And it just... I did the wrong thing. It's actually the biggest regret of my life. Not just because I ended up with Skylar. Although that would be enough. But I think it was the scummiest thing I ever did. This girl that I was in this relationship with, we'll call her Mary too. Okay. Now I've been through a lot of bad breakups and I've been in a lot of bad relationships and they've been public on this show. And I'm used to dating some pretty fucked up women. Okay. (laughs) Anybody who's a big enough fan of this show knows that. This Mary too, we had been in a relationship with one another previous to this. We had ended things and then gotten back together. And I justified my cheating on her, and I cheated on her with Skylar. I went out to L.A., met up with Skylar. Skylar was just meant to be my chauffeur while I was out there. My docket, you know, it wasn't on my itinerary to fuck Skylar, but I figured if I made some room in there, no big deal, because... Mary, too, had cheated on me in the past. And I used that as justification for cheating on her. She hadn't done it in recent history that I knew of. We were supposed to have already, you know, put that behind us and be trying to go along with things, move along with our lives. Of course, that's a naive concept in general. I'm no dummy. But that was where we were at. My justification was not a justification. It was not okay. And I fucked up by doing this. But I went out there, again, just assuming, eh, I'll sleep with this girl while I'm out there. She's made some moves on me. She sent some nudes my way. And, you know, at the time, I mean, was she the best-looking girl, Skylar? No, she has what's known as a witch's nose. <laughs> That was lightning. Uh, When I think of her nose, I hear like, listen, there's a lot of noses out there, okay? There's some Semitic noses out there. People like to make fun of some big honkers. You got Jewish noses. You've got Italian noses. Even some Native American noses out there. And I'm mostly fine with all... You might think I I don't have a problem with a big nose. I mean, if we're talking cartoonish noses, (laughs) sure, yeah. I mean, there's a limit. If it's as big as your entire head, you know, I mean, that's probably too much. But yeah, there's a lot of ethnic noses out there that are, you know, I get it. People make fun of them. I can, there are women I can find attractive and still have a big nose. That's no big deal to me. Skylar, on the other hand, she happens to be all three of those ethnicities in one. And it's just, every time you look at her nose, all you can imagine is stirring a cauldron. So again, not the best looking girl, but she had some tits. She wasn't fat. You know, it seemed all right. So again, penciled it in on the itinerary. I thought I'd go out there. There'd be a dalliance. I'd get my needs fulfilled. I'd move on. I'd go back to Mary in New York after that. I would stew in a in a puddle of my own making, <laughs> a, a guilty conscience of my own making until I ruined that relationship some other way. We'd break up. 
I'd move along. Everything would be fine. I feel bad for Mary, you know. And again, I uh, don't go, as much as we're making fun of Skylar here tonight, don't go fucking with Mary. I have to say this, you know, listeners sent in the stuff about Skylar and... It got me thinking. I started to think about all this while I was prepping for the show tonight. I started thinking about, you know, the ex-girlfriends that I've dealt with and how crazy some of the stories are. I had one break up with me live on air. That same one left me in this hugely dramatic way where I didn't even know where she was. Mary ended up doing that too. Listen, a lot of girls have done some really fucked up stuff to me. Skylar probably takes the cake on all of this, <laughs> I mean, those of you who know Bridget, you know, there's some, st- I got some tales, man. Weirdly, Mary might be the mildest of the exes I have. And I thought, let me just see what's going on. Man, I wish I hadn't even looked her up. <laughs> okay, I I shouldn't even say this. It t- I mean, listen, I- I've noticed that I seem to have an effect on my exes. They have one on me, clearly. I have changed as a result of dating these women. A lot of them suffer from BPD. Skylar may be the queen of that. But Mary, Mary too, as far as I know, she didn't have any of these problems. But I've noticed that after I leave them... There's the, I have this effect on people, not even just girlfriends, just people I know, former friends, acquaintances, guests on this show will leave my circle and then they feel like they need to make up for the crimes they've committed by knowing me. I'm not kidding. So I looked up Mary too. <laughs> Goddamn, I feel so bad because again, I thought she was the normal one. But Mary, too, you know, a lot of my ex-girlfriends start becoming social justice warriors after me. When I met Mary, too, she was basically a Nazi. I used to joke. This is before I would jokingly say that about myself. I would jokingly call her a Nazi. She was blonde, blue-eyed, Aryan. And she had some opinions that at the time I thought were wild. Now they're a throwaway joke on this show. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say this. Mary too. I just looked her up. Is now a <laughs> She's now apparently a they them. <laughs> now, I could have sworn when I was with her. You know, I feel like one of my main attractions to her was that she had a vagina and tits. <laughs> okay? I could have sworn you know, when back when I was having sex with her, I would go, you know what the one of the best parts of this is? The nipples and the vulva. and uh, But apparently I was wrong. Apparently the entire time, instead, there was just some sort of plasticine smooth covering where those were... I don't know. What is a they them? Anyway, don't mess with that poor woman or... Uh, whatever uh, that being that human being don't mess with her she's not the focus here okay lol woof no i had no clue man this is like this is news to me i feel bad for though i did something very bad to this (laughs) 
This they. I could have sworn that the only people who could use they and them as a gender are like Siamese twins, but apparently even my ex-girlfriends are capable of this. Maybe she's a two-spirit. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Them, their titties. Could have sworn. Okay, could have sworn. But maybe I was wrong. So anyway, man, I have not even gotten through the backstory here. This is going to be a long one. I apologize. Can my secret special surprise guest please hang just a little tighter? I promise we'll get there. Okay, so we have this dalliance in Los Angeles. I fly out to L.A. We have this little dalliance. And in my head, I'm thinking... Yeah, it's just, this is, you know, this is temporary. I'm going to leave and this will be over. But while it's happening, I notice she's like holding my hand sometimes. She's treating me like a boyfriend, walking arm in arm with me. You know, I'm out there to like hang out with Maddox. I'm friends with him at the time. You know, the internet's Maddox. I'm hanging out with him and his girlfriend. We're going out and doing things. Rucka Rucka Ali is there. I'm trying to be like, you know, wheel and deal and do some comedy out in L.A. And this girl, who I thought was just going to drive me around to places, is there every day. And I'm telling you, the manipulation started, it probably started before then. But at that time, while I was there, something was happening. You ever... You ever have a thing when you're a kid and you're in a moment where you're like, you're doing something you know is wrong, but you feel like you're the backseat passenger to it? Like you can't stop it from happening. You're sitting there going, stop it. What are you doing? No, this is dumb. What are you doing? And yet you just can't stop it from happening. You're just, you just keep going with emotions. Like for instance, you ever, you ever been in a car of a friend of a friend? You know, your friend invites you somewhere and the person driving is their friend. You don't really know him that well. And so you're sitting in the back seat and this guy's driving 90 down a 45 and you're like, okay, he just, he got really close to that semi as we passed by, you know, and you feel a little too uncomfortable to say to him, you just kind of say something like you drive down this road often. You know, you familiar with these streets because, uh, and you're doing that thing where you're kind of grabbing either side of the bench seat in the back and your friends looking back and just talking to you like everything's fine. And you're like, what the hell is going on, man? It's like one of those moments where you're not in control, but you don't know how to stop what's happening. You're trying not to be rude, but technically your life is on the line. So maybe just be rude. That was... My entire relationship with Skylar, and it started in L.A. When I got home, this is not a joke. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. When I got home, literally, I mean, when I landed from the airport, you know, at the airport, I'm on the other side of the country. I figure, oh, I'm on a different coast. Well, I'm free of that now, and I call up my girlfriend to come pick me up (laughs) god damn this is why i say that's the worst thing ever like that is a fucking shit bag move man i learned from that it will never happen again i will not be one of those people where you do that sort of thing and then you just do it over and over and over again you know once a cheater always a cheater that was mary too that was they them (laughs) that will not be me 
But anyway, at the time, I'm being a scumbag, so I call her up, and I'm like, hey, baby, I love you. Come get me from the airport. And by the way, when I say come pick me up, I don't mean in a car. I made her meet me at the airport by by subway train. We're, we're living in Brooklyn. Nobody's driving. I just made her meet me there to leave. She probably wanted to. Immediately after getting off of the phone with her, I get a call from Skylar, who I'm thinking, oh, I'll never talk to her again. I'm not kidding. That was the thought in my head. And she says, hey, baby, are you okay? Did you land safely? When are we going to talk? Can you call me when you get home? Now, she knows I live with a girl. She knows I'm going back to a girlfriend. And I'm sitting there in that back seat going 90 and in the in my head I'm going ah but out loud I say to her yeah sure oh yeah don't worry and she says when are you going to break up with uh, Mary and I go in my head watch out for that truck and out loud I go oh, as soon as I can you know try to make it as easy a transition as possible and I'm just thinking, what? We don't even live on the same part of the continent. What are you, what is the plan here, Jesse? What are you doing? You live with, the, you're both on the lease. Where is Mary going to go? Two days later, I break it to Mary <laughs> that we are no longer together. And I'm si- and we have this horrific, awkward long moment where she's like hugging me and Mary hugging me and crying and asking for another chance and listen she did not deserve like we should not have been together she did not deserve another chance the what had led up to all of this and part of the reason I ended up cheating on her well the relationship was rocky I'm not going to get into all of that but it was bad But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, what am I doing? I don't even know this Skylar bitch. That was the entire relationship. But after that point, I pretty much never saw it again. Now, everybody I knew, all of my friends, my family, everyone in real life was going, Jesse, ah, 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 no, danger, warning, danger, Will Robinson. My listeners were saying to me, what are you doing? Who is it? What? Skylar? Really? You know, she trades nudes with everyone in the cult and stuff. She seems a little off kilter. Are you okay, Jesse? What are you doing? And I'm like, nah, I got this. I understand that men far greater and stronger than me even. And that's tough to do. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but... I'm six foot seven, 245 pounds, completely unstoppable, and I have an invisible arsenal that by the time you see it, it's already too late. Let me just put it this way. Some very strong, powerful, great men have been taken down by pussy. We all know that. They've been pussy blinded. This wasn't that. This was something else, and I, I didn't figure it out until... After Paranoia 1 was over, okay? There was this moment when I finally ended up moving Skylar here. You know, not here. I'm not in New York. But 
moving Skylar to me. There was this moment. She had already been to New York to visit one time. And we'd already met up again in Wisconsin, where she's from. Uh, There were all these moments. But for some reason, when she arrived to move in, when Mary was finally gone, Skylar gets there. We bring her bags in. We lay down on the bed. This odd moment. You, do you remember that episode of, break, speaking of Breaking Bad earlier, do you remember that episode of Breaking Bad called Crawl Space? Where at the end, you know, he goes to the crawl space. And by the way, Skyler. He goes, Jesse, Jesse, Skyler, Jesse, Mr. White. So Walter White, he's in a bad spot. His bosses are going to kill him unless he provides a large sum of money. Now, lucky him, he's been stowing away this huge amount of money in the crawl space of his house. He goes to grab it to stop these killers who are coming in that moment to kill him and his entire family. He opens up the crawl space, looks in the bag. All the money's gone. Skyler, where's the money? Walt, I used the money to pay for Ted... Ted, by the way, the guy she fucked, I used to pay for Ted's hospital bill. And Walt is now in this dire moment and everything, his brain snaps and he looks up out of the crawl space and he just bursts into laughter to Skylar's horror. She sits there and she goes, Walt, what is going on? And he lays there like Christ on the cross, just laughing (laughs) like the Joker. Well, I had my own Earth's Joker moment when Skylar, my Skylar, and I laid down on the bed, collapsed on this bed, this entire adventure of trying to get her to New York. My brain broke in that moment. And in that moment, you know, we took photos of this moment. The, the background of my phone the entire time I was with Skylar was this photo I took of us laughing hysterically uh, where, you know, this selfie we took. And I thought in the moment I was laughing because I was so happy it was happening. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back on that moment, my brain had broken. And I remember specifically during that moment in the back of my head, in that back seat going, what have you done? And I looked over at her. I'm like, who is this? And instead of crying or screaming or running or kicking her out, I just started laughing. I just started laughing and I just rolled with it and I hoped for the best. And Skylar and I set a wedding date. And on the day we were supposed to get married... Skylar broke up with me. All of that leads to, I'm the Joker, baby, they're saying. Wait a second, you're not Mersh. I'm actually, this is Mersh. I got my eyes fixed, so I've bought a toupee. My eyes have been corrected. Everything's fine. We're, we've all done it, hashtag Earth's Joker moments. We've all had an Earth's Joker moment. I think it's happened to everybody. A crawl space moment, Okay. All of this leads to that incredibly cringe episode I did. Now, what happened? What did I discover that like a light switch? And again, ask the people who were there in the chat room, you know, ask them 
what happened, they'll all tell you the same thing. They'll all, they all remember it the same way. The show ended and everything was completely different. I did not care about Skylar at all after that. I was completely over her. It was so bizarre. What could I possibly have found that would do that? Well, we discovered, you know, Skylar. Well, let me put it like this. The reason I say that I might have gone through something that no other person has gone through is I don't have a very traditional life. I think many of you can agree with that. But even for people who do the type of stuff I do, I have kind of a weird life. You know, I, again, I don't like to say it. I've got a, technically, legally speaking, legally, okay, frankly, legally speaking, I've got a fan base. It's true. It's true. I have a fan base. And I think of them as listeners. I think of them, though, as friends. I am very close friends with a large portion of my audience. An even larger portion, I'm pretty good friends with. And most of my audience, most of the people who want to talk to me, I am very personal and personable with those people. In a way that is unlike most shows. I don't really treat these people like these people, you know? I'm very good friends with some of them. Skylar knew that, of course, being such a big part of the show and being such a big part of my Facebook group and all of that and having made friends with a lot of those people herself, she knew that all too well. Now, again, I'm skipping over a lot of manipulation here, okay? Um, You know, at one point, Skylar secretly recorded me and posted it to the Facebook group to paint me as a monster. She contacted the Internet's Maddox. Have you ever heard of this guy, the Internet's Maddox? She contacted him and told him these lies about bad things I had done, how I had abused her. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Maddox. Yeah, I am welcome because Maddox luckily wasn't stupid enough to believe her and told me those things. She told Maddox's girlfriend. Hell, she would have told my own family, but I think she knew that if it got back to me, this plan would not work out for her. Skylar decided that the best course of action to try to do to me what she had done to a string of young men before me was to turn my friends against me. And my friends include my fan base. And as strange as that might sound, I know, I know, we live in a weird world, the internet. We haven't figured it all out yet. This is a grand experiment. Okay, so don't question it. We're still figuring all these boundaries out. Yeah, I'm friends with people who pay me. So what? So what? Okay, some of them don't, by the way. Some of them I'm such good friends with. All of my things are free for them. You didn't know that, did you? You didn't know that, okay? At a certain point, I became such good friends with some people, I said, the pizza fund is on the house. I can't charge you for it. You guys are my best friends. I'm not going to charge my girlfriend for it. I'm not going to charge you guys, you know? 
She knew that. So she found a few of the weaker-minded people from my Facebook cult. That's my Facebook group, if you don't know about it. All I say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook. Podawful.com slash cult. Porcelain in the chat room says, you mind if I have a crack at this broad? (laughs) Buddy, go for it. (laughs) Please, please do. So she knew that she goes for a few of the weaker willed ones in the cult. She manages to find a few who she can trust won't tell me what she is telling them. You see, she knew that if she told a single person who would then flip it around and go back to me and say, hey, you know what Skylar's saying about you? It would all be over for her. Not just would I be able to prove that what she's saying is a lie, but knowing the way I am, I would retaliate against her. It would be bad news for her to do that. So she found the people she could put the most trust in. One of them was uh, this guy named Buttered Bagels. He was some Canadian kid. Some, I mean, he was just but a boy. He was like an 18-year-old kid. And man, she get him on her side. Man, she get this guy named Orr, this Israeli guy on her side. Man, she get this idiot woman. This absolutely, one of the most pathetic human beings you've ever seen in your entire life. This woman named Casey, a grown woman named Casey, got her on her side. Now, it made sense with the guys because (laughs) how did she manage to get these people on her side? Well, in exchange for information on me and reporting on me and what I was doing in my Facebook group after she had been banned and things like that, and in exchange for these people sending me messages to try to confuse me and to try to make me think, these terrible things were going on in my life that were not, in exchange for that, she was giving these people nudes, photos of her pussy and tits. Assuming she still has those, who knows? (laughs) I mean, Jesus. We're living in 2020 after all. These people sold their souls for 30 pieces of pussy pics. I'm not kidding. One of the most pathetic acts I've ever seen. They kept acting like they were fans of my show. Some of them kept acting like they were my friends. They would send me messages from Skylar. I didn't know they were from Skylar. They would send me photos from her, trying to make me think that Skylar had been cheating on me while we were together, trying to make me think that Skylar had immediately started dating someone else after me, that maybe she had been talking to this person beforehand. Um, Putting all of these sort of Looney Tunes thoughts in my head that led to that month of depression and psychosis that led to that episode called Paranoia. You know, I named that episode Paranoia not just because of Skylar's paranoid schizophrenia, her paranoid anxiety attacks that she would get, which we talked about in that episode, but because by the time 
I was ready to release that episode, I had discovered I should have been the one who was paranoid the entire time. I had no idea any of this stuff was going down right under my nose. All of these people acting like moles within my own community and doing her bidding to drive me crazy. And it worked. The closest thing I can think of to gaslighting. And it worked. Fair weather fans, they say in the chat room. That's right. And then someone reported to her that someone was leaking her shit. 30 pieces of pussy pics. The worst Judas of them all. Well, I'll tell you who the worst Judas of them all was. You know, there is... That elite group of people, my inner circle, my best friends who are fans of the show, who I met as fans of the show. I think of them as much more than that now, obviously, but that's how I met them. There is this certain group of people, and with that certain group of people, they've been affectionately referred to as, some of you might have heard this, our enemies named them this. They were referred to as the Manson Five. Now, there's not necessarily just five of them, But for whatever reason, our enemies thought I had only five fans and that I was a cult-like... This is where the cult name comes from. I'm a cult-like leader and that they're the Manson family, basically. So we jokingly refer to ourselves, this group, as the Manson Five. And with them, there is a chat that does not exist, okay? You know, this is such an elite group of people... And you know them, you know their names, you know their faces, you've heard their voices, they've spoken on this show many times. But this group of people, they're my best friends. You know, a lot of this stuff, by the way, I'm repeating to you, is from one of those people. You know, I had to check in with her. You know her, her name's Angie. She's the oracle of Pot Awful. She's the keeper of the tomes. She is, uh, you know, our great native wisdom keeper who I check in on all of this stuff. She remembers it all. She was there for all of it. Any of the great happenings of Pot Awful, Angie was there. She's one of these people. And so she's helped me out with a lot of this story tonight. And we will be uh, playing some recordings from her as well that she took at that time from back three years ago, 2017. Anyway... This group of people, they mean the world to me. You know, Angie is the wife of my best friend, Caleb. And we have this chat that does not exist. It's, it's such a secretive group, this group. You know, we do things. These people help me make this show happen. I really couldn't do it without them at this point. So we've got this chat that does not exist. It's not there. I can't confirm or deny this chat exists, but there was a guy, you don't even know all of the members of this thing. The the members of the Manson Five have changed over the years, and sometimes it's through a friendship thing, sometimes it is just they've fallen out, maybe they don't listen to the show so much. There's different reasons, right? But anyway, this Schrodinger's chat, if you will, contained a member who was one of the longest time fans of my show, okay? Even back then, three years ago, he had probably been listening to the show for longer than anybody else. I considered this guy a friend on the level I considered 
any of these other people. Maybe he didn't feel the same way. I don't know. But I truly, if he were still around at this point, he would be in that inner circle. He would be getting the content for free. But something happened. We discovered an even more clandestine chat. If you thought that the chat that doesn't exist was a secret, oh boy, you should have seen Skylar's chat. You know, of all of the people who would turn against her and who would eventually leak to me what was going on right under my nose while the knife was going right into my back, you'd think it'd be the woman, right? You'd think it would be Casey. No, it was the much more obvious choice of the Israeli guy, Or This guy, Or comes to me. He was not a member of my inner circle. I'm coming back to that. This guy, Or comes to me after the paranoia episode, and he says, look, Jesse, I've seen now the way you've responded to all of this, and I can tell by the genuineness of the way you're acting here. No, bo- no guy in your shoes, no guy acting the way you've been acting, basically like a bitch, no guy would act like that and be the monster that Skylar has painted you as. Skylar has been telling me and other listeners of your show that you are abusing her physically and mentally and verbally, which was not true. Uh, that you have been spying on her, that you put spyware on her uh, computer and on her phone, which is not true. And all of these other horrific things that, think about that. Think about, put yourself in my shoes. You can't, by the way. Again, I've, I think I'm in a position here where it's impossible, I would say, imagine being me. But how could you imagine being in a situation where you have a fan base of friends who have been turned against you? But if you can, if you can Barney and friends stretch the limits of your imagination and put yourself in my shoes there, imagine your friends being told that you have been abusing your girlfriend. Meanwhile, they've been doing what is now referred to as gay ops against you to make you Look like the monster they're claiming you are. This was her whole plan. Her entire plan was to make me look bad so that she could get a clean getaway because she knew I knew the secret of her life, of the way her life had been going. Okay? And don't worry, we're getting to the funny stuff. It's going to, when we get to the funny stuff, it's going to be real funny, but you need the whole story here. You need the context that wasn't there during the first paranoia episode. I'm all over the map here. Just let me be. Give me a minute. So Orr says, I know you can't be this monster. I've seen the way you're acting now, and I realize I've been manipulated to manipulate you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you, we've got this secret chat, and there are members of your cult in it, and they are working against you, and they're laughing at you 
because they have successfully been not trolling me. You know, it'd be one thing if they were trolling me, I wouldn't be mad about it. I get trolled, quote unquote. I mean, I don't, I don't fall for any of it, but I fell for this. This might be the only time I've taken an L. But don't worry, it ends in a big W. This is the difference between me and the detractors who are going to use this story to try to make fun of me. Is they take constant L's. We make fun of them. They take the L's, but they love the L's. They're victim status. They love the victim status. Skylar loves the victim status. That's why she told them I was abusing her. I am no victim. I will never claim I was a victim in any of this. I am the victor. I mean, it doesn't get any better than sending a bat to go bite a woman. But wait until you see the end of this episode. Trust me. But they had successfully done this horrifying campaign against me. And from the beginning, Skylar had successfully warped, twisted my mind into thinking she was this good force in my life when she wasn't. And this guy, Orr, was spilling his guts about the whole thing. Now, I feel like to tell you this next part, I got to give a little bit more backstory. Here we go. Skylar's life, by the way. By the way, right now, Skylar is with the same guy. This might be her longest running relationship of all time. I think there's been some breaks in there, which we'll get into. But the guy she ended up with immediately after me, like a month or less after me. She's still with him. So here we are, nearly three years later, maybe it's almost exactly three years at this point. She's still with that guy. And I think there's a reason for that. The guy she ended up with after me was a young fella. (laughs) And Skylar likes him young. Now, I might have mentioned to you that Buttered Bagels was this 18-year-old that she had been manipulating with pussy pics into grassing on me and into manipulating me with her. Buttered Bagels, when she started sending nudes to him, when she started trading nudes with him, by the way, was not 18 years old. Now, I won't say much more about her proclivities there, but I will say that is 100% true. And I will say that all of the guys Skylar dated before me, much like her current boyfriend, were much younger than her. She liked them younger. And she told me the reason she wanted to date me was she was looking to break that cycle. You see, this thing happens with women where they destroy their lives. Every woman does this. You know, I have a beautiful wife right now, Kelsey, who, even to some degree, this is going to be true with her. She's not going to like me saying that, but this is the case for every woman over the age of 25. It's invariably true. It's true for all the ones in the audience watching this now. Women do these terrible, terrible things between the ages of 15 and 25, and it starts catching up with them. And as they approach the wall of 30 years old, they realize my prospects are running out and my eggs are drying up. What can I do? 
and usually they try to latch onto a man that can somehow help them out of their dire straits. Now, Kelsey's very different in this case in that she has spent the past two years before me. Actually, we've been together like a year now, I think. Yeah, it's been like a year. Wow. Oh, crazy. I, for, I think we forgot. Hey, Kelsey. Did we forget? Hey, congrats to us. But Kelsey spent the two years before me, instead of latching onto a man to try to save herself from that, she just did a little inner working, you know? She did a little digging and reflected on herself, something that a healthy human being does. Skylar is not a healthy human being. So after jumping from young man to young man, literally going from city to city, every time she ruined a guy younger than her, sapped him of his life force, and then she would move town, change names. Skylar Leone is not Skylar's real name. It's not the only time she changed her name. Skylar Leone's not her first fake name either. She would literally quantum leap from life to life like Sam Beckett. She might as well have been asking Ziggy and Al what to do next, hoping every leap was the leap home. And finally, she ends up in L.A., essentially a homeless person, finds me and goes, okay, I usually take them younger because I can trample over younger guys, but I've had a lot of experience manipulating dudes at this point. Maybe I can make this work with this guy who's kind of got a good thing going with this podcast. He's made his own name for himself, and he's got this community around him. Maybe I can work it out, but what I really want is for someone to finally tame me. Somebody who can finally stop me from my own bullshit. She literally told me that going into the relationship. She wanted somebody to take control. And I said, well, that's, I mean, that is the situation it should be for men and women. You know, women should be subservient to men. I don't know if you've noticed this, ladies, but we're bigger than you. We can easily kill you. We do it all the time. I wouldn't run up on a guy bigger than me, you know, with a gun pointed at my head and go, hey, buddy, fuck you. Suck my dick. It's just that that very rarely happens because, again, I'm six foot seven, 250 pounds, completely unstoppable, and I have an as to here for unseen yet arsenal of weapons that, again, if you do see it, it's already too late. You're grass. So Skylar tried to quantum leap me, and all of the times it had happened before, it didn't work. And in order for any of this to work with somebody who, I mean, my job is having a keen eye on human behavior, if you really want to break it down, if you really want to boil it down to something, its essence, she'd have to do something to make me look bad. Because if she were to leave me, she's seen what happened to the other girls who left me in a bad way. I turned them into content. So the only way to do that was to make me the monster. This guy or comes to me, comes to the inner circle and says to the Manson Five and I, here you go. I'm so sorry I participated in this. 
in order to make this up to you, what can I do? And we said to him, or thank you so much for telling us the truth. Thank you for telling us about this secret chat. Here's what you can do to get back in our good graces. Add us to the chat so that we can see it. And then we're all cool. Well, Orr adds us to the chat, and then we immediately ban him not only from the secret chat, but the cult and the show altogether. We depersoned him. Fuck that guy. Fuck anybody who took part in that. (laughs) Fooled him. Well, you just got manipulated twice, retard. Should have seen that one coming. Have you ever watched a con man movie? The twist in every con man movie is the con man is also getting conned. It's a trope at this point. You should have seen it coming, or come on. You, uh, you're telling me a guy who works for Mossad can't see a double, <laughs> a double agent move like that coming along? So we get in this chat, and we see a bunch of stuff in there. A lot of things that were shocking. And we immediately started screenshotting everything. We didn't kick out the other members, by the way, because we didn't want to alert them to what was going on. But we start screenshotting everything. Okay? And it was devastating information, some of this stuff, including proof that Skylar was sending some of these people nudes in order to get them to do this kind of stuff. It proved every manipulation along the way. It proved that Skylar had been making up lies about me. And it proved that these people were complicit in trying to make me look bad. But the thing I never saw coming was that one of the members of that secret chat was a member of my own inner circle. I don't know if I've ever felt more betrayed in my life. That includes these girlfriends and what they've done to me. You know, a girl does something to you, you kind of expect it. It's like a dog chasing its tail. You don't know why it does it, but you just kind of tolerate it happening until it becomes a problem dog. Banana Aaron, one of the longest tenured listeners of my show. I told him I was going to make this happen earlier. Banana Aaron had been a part of all of this. And of all these simps who were doing this for the pussy pics, Banana Aaron was the worst of all. Because Banana Aaron took part in this because ever since... I started dating Skyler. He was mad because he and Skyler traded nudes before she and I had even gotten together. And he had fallen in love with her. Now, you might not know this, but Banana Aaron is from the UK. He's from jolly old England, and he was also but a boy, just like buttered bagels, basically. I don't know, what was he, like 20 at the time, maybe? There was no chance he was ever going to meet Skylar, 
This is sad. This is pathetic. No chance. But he had fallen in love with her OnlyFans style. He had simped so hard for her that the second an opportunity arose to do something bad to me because I had stolen his woman away from him, he took that opportunity. This whole time, he was in our inner circle, in the chat that didn't exist, feeding her all the info from there. And I had no idea. And I didn't know why he was doing all of this. This is all, again, hindsight. I figured all this out after the fact. Banana Aaron thought everything was cool. Banana Aaron thought he didn't have a care in the world. He was getting, even if he was never going to see Skylar, even if she had started dating yet another guy, at least he'd been getting them pussy pics. There was just one problem. We had just screenshotted that entire chat, and Banana Aaron had a girlfriend. So we started sending them screenshots to his girlfriend and letting her know, hey, your boyfriend has been exchanging nudes with this woman in exchange for hurting his favorite podcaster. Have you ever in your life heard of something more pathetic than that? Obviously, just like or we deperson Banana Aaron, we get rid of him as quickly as possible. He's banned from everything. But at that point, he kind of didn't like me either. Well, in the years hence, Banana Aaron has climbed back out of the shadows and tried to make nicey-nice with me multiple times. He's messaged me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, I don't know where else, Discord. YouTube, multiple places. He showed back up to watch the show. He showed back up to our Discord, tried to make nice with the new listeners. And in every instance, I just ignored him completely. I've never spoken to him ever again. It's not about holding a grudge. It's about principles. I mean, that is a seriously shitty thing to do to a person. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, to explain himself, our special surprise guest tonight on the show, Banana Aaron. My first time speaking to him in three years. Uh, Let's see if we can get this going. I don't hear you. Can you hear me? Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. Now I can hear you. And I didn't know you were going to show up on video, so let's get him up here. I'm going to even... If you want. I'm going to uh, throw you up here and full screen you. You are sideways, though, for some reason. If you're just trying to avoid the vertical, don't bother. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Banana Aaron. <laughs> you don't deserve the clapping, obviously. What did I do? Oh, you think that's funny? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so j'accuse me. All right, number one, this is what he looks like. So yeah, it's not the best. Soak it in. I have been asleep. Soak it in. This was the guy who betrayed me. Okay. (laughs) Now, obviously, I could do better when it comes to looks and friends. 
But this is the man. <laughs> this is the man who thought, you know what? I need that pussy. I need it so bad. All right, Aaron. Anything I said so far untrue? Yeah. Okay. Um, Correct me where I'm wrong. I was never in love with her. Uh, I like, come uh, on. Aaron. Aaron. Even, even Skyler says you were in love with her. This isn't this is not a a, a one sided issue here. Everyone involved but you apparently says you were in love with her. I think I'm just obsessive. Like, I don't think it was by any means love. Aaron. Come on. Is it true that before she and I started dating, you had a little... Okay, you traded some images, right? Yep. Maybe sent some sexts. Is this correct? Yeah. How old were you at the time? Either 19 or 20. I think 19. Ooh, Skyler. (laughs) What's the uh, lady version of Nambler? So, okay, so you're a little boy, and you're sending your ching-chang to her, right? Yeah. It was covered in what's known as British bumps, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, So... I don't know if you guys know about this, but British people have this phenomenon where their penises are covered in what's called British bumps. They're little, they're pearly penile papules. And uh, Banana Aaron's dick, are you, you're uncircumcised, right? Correct. When you pull that hood back, you know, sorry, that bonnet. When you pull that bonnet back, if you look underneath, it's just a warty sort of, it looks like, you ever get one of those... Um, can't remember what those carbuncles, you know, on your face where it's like that, that hard like white. Like a wizard stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was gnarled. So you sent her a picture of your penis. And what did you, and by the way, I saw that picture. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because when she and I got together, we would sort of, you know, make fun of your penis picture. She would say you were in love with her and, uh. We would sort of clown on you for that, and you would sort of you would send before you were simping for her and doing her bidding, and you were her lackey, right? What is the word? Her henchman, her toady. I'd accept that. Okay, so you'd accept that. So just to interject, I'm not proud of the way I acted. I'll definitely get that out (laughs) there because it was pathetic. Fucking (laughs) hope not. How could you? Yeah. I mean, it is again. It's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard of. And Not to try and justify it, but, like, I was a full-on shut-in. Like, f- I started listening to the show when I was about 15. I didn't leave the house until I was about 20, at least. So, like, after the whole thing blew up, I was definitely not a respectable person. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, boy, at least, uh, hey, man, clearly things have changed. So, somebody in the chat... Oh, yeah. Somebody in the chat says we don't have barnacle cocks. He's lying. Disagree. So, mm. Banana Aaron, you... Uh, and how long had you been listening to the show before that, by the way? Like five years. Five years. Five years. And did you consider me your friend before all of this? I think my self-esteem was so low that I didn't think that anyone was my friend, but... But you were part <laughs> of the inner circle, Aaron. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a very limited... I mean, sure, Sticky Hooves was in there at one point, but it's a very limited number of people who have ever been in the inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't occur to you maybe there was some special thing? See, that's why I know you were smitten. You were obsessed. You were in love. You were simping hard for Skylar because... I think in order to go from the position you were in and the relationship you had with me and the other people in that group to then doing the dastardly things you were doing behind the scenes, I think it would require that. I mean, I did also like just start antidepressants, so as a bit. Uh, Boy, I wish you hadn't. Because then maybe, oh, same. maybe then you would have just killed yourself. So the night's still young. Aaron. Yeah. Banana. Mm-hmm. Give the people an idea of like when all right, when did you become her lackey? When did all of the manipulation start behind the scenes? It's hard to keep track of the timelines, because I know it was definitely twenty sixteen. When I showed my knobbly little penis. Yeah, that was like December. Well, that was probably like not the- little, but knobbly. You did call it little. Um, hey, ah, sorry. Oh. Hey, you've seen it. He <laughs> called it little. That all right. more like humble. Sorry, little dick. Um, go ahead. Um. By the, way, Aaron, by the way, Aaron whispers because he doesn't want to wake up his parents. So if you're wondering, like, why is he talking like that? His parents are in the next room and. Go ahead. That's a normal volume. Nobody but you talks like this. (laughs) All right. So you were telling. So you had started. I know you. I know when you started flirting with her and all that kind of stuff. That was December. Yeah, immediately. That was December 2016. I'm asking you. When did she turn you against me? Um. I, it's hard to say like an exact timeline, but knowing me then, it would have been as soon as she asked. So that wouldn't. <laughs> oh, fuck, man! Oh god! Full disclosure. That is. Oh man! Oh, you just made my butthole pucker. Oh, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I mean, you don't have like so. You have some idea of when she broke up with me. Was it before the breakup? Um, was the recording before the breakup? Uh, yeah, sort of, kind of. Because I was, I think I definitely got the recording, like, early on. You got the recording before she posted it? Yeah. The secret recording she made of me, where I didn't look (laughs) bad in it when she posted it. People were like, what is this supposed to say? I'll be honest, I didn't listen to it. I didn't have half an hour. (laughs) It was very long. So, I mean, when she's telling you these things, I'm abusive, all this stuff, did you believe her or were you just like, yes, miss, yes? <laughs> did not believe her. No, I just sort of agreed with whatever she said for the sake of it. And was she continuing to send you pussy pics for... No, the- not when you were together. And um, not really after either words. There's an interesting story about after, but I don't know if you want to save that. Uh, yeah, you can tell that. Go ahead. Okay, um, well, she got with a new guy, and... and that was like well, a month less after? About, yeah, a little less than a month after. And she told me she thought she'd been molested by her uncle as a baby. 
and I made some sort of wisecrack about fucking her like her uncle did, and then she blocked me forever. Okay. <laughs> so... By the way, I mean, you know, I mentioned the victim status thing with Skylar earlier. We're talking about, and this, you know, I believe all women, obviously. But when you're talking about someone who has the eternal victim complex, when you're talking about somebody who we know for a fact has lied about somebody abusing her physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. It kind of brings in, you know, then she goes to the internet and says, I was raped and abused as a child. I don't know. It starts bringing some things into question. I I would now kind of go, oh, were you? Oh, you were raped, huh? Okay. How many uh, how many of that guy's friends did you have to convince of that before you uh, came to the media about it? So anyway. All right. So uh, now I know she was still sending stuff. I mean, was she, she maybe not sending it to you anymore because she was sending it to buttered bagels? Possibly. I don't really know what went on. Were you a little jealous? Department. Were you ever jealous of her relationship with buttered bagels? Because she also had exactly the same relationship she had with you, with him, except she was actually going to go visit him. I didn't really care, to be honest. Mm. She was going to. She was. He lived in Canada. And even though he had just, I, I think he wasn't 18 yet, actually, she was going to go see him and then instead decided to be with me. So I didn't know that ahead of time, by the way, just to be clear, uh, that would have been a huge red flag. And uh, there were plenty of them that I missed, but I don't know if I would have missed that one. Okay, so you're simping hard for her. You're doing her bidding. Do you remember any of the terrible things you did in service of Skylar? No, but I admit to all of them. Okay. Uh, you don't remember? Do you remember any of the other things? Do you remember any of the things that she did or the other people did? Not really. No, like I didn't really pay attention to it. I just gave the occasional oh, yes, I agree. No, 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 no. I got in that group and we screenshotted it, and I saw oh, I all this stuff. You were as active a participant as anybody, maybe more so in there, which is what made the whole thing so devastating. Okay, I admit to that, okay. but also I don't remember much. So, see, see. Nah, that's that's fine. I can understand why this isn't important to you. Why would you remember it? That would be fine. But I have a feeling you might remember one thing. And Go on. It, and it might be the part where we started trying to alert your girlfriend to the simp relationship you had with Skylar. I seem to yeah. recall. You panicking and taking over your girlfriend's social media accounts to try to stop this stuff from happening. Is that true? Yeah. Well, like I took a page out of your book. I already had all the logins. So. Oh no, that's not a page out of my book. That's a. It page. was back in the day. No, that's a page out of Skylar's book because one of the things we learned from that chat is that Skylar had my passwords, according to Skylar. And had been logging into my stuff as well. And you guys were laughing about that. You knew about that at the time as well. So Gotta check the vlogs. You learned that one from Skylar, not from watching me, dear old dad. Um, so you had your girlfriend stuff. You So you got to it. Your girlfriend never found out about any of that stuff. Because we even months later contacted her. I think even a year later. 
I mean, by that point, I probably hated her enough that I didn't care. When did you? But end she up, never brought it up. When did she end up dumping you? Oh, I loved her. Sure. When did that? No, end- I did. <laughs> sure. When did that end up happening? Uh, July last year. <laughs> you were with her that long? Three years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, and so she, as far as you know, she never found out about this stuff. As far as I know, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the surprise guest for tonight is not Oh, yes. Banana, what a twist. Is not Banana Aaron. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Banana Aaron's ex-girlfriend who did know about all of this. I'm just kidding. I have no idea who she is. Um, I completely forgot, but we did contact her like a year later, and she did know about it because she responded to us. Um, Fair enough. About it. And then she had to block all. She was blocking us all like a year or so later because we just kept inundating her with <laughs> screenshots and information about you and all this kind of stuff. So, why was your relationship with her so bad? You're acting like it was this terrible thing. You hated her so much. What was wrong? Um, it is hard to say. I'm a cunt. <laughs> oh, so it was your fault. So, she didn't do anything wrong. It was just you. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy with anything. Oh, hmm. And so mm. you didn't really, you never got, I mean, did you get satisfaction out of the relationship at any point? No. No. Was she sleeping with you? Yeah. Even up till the end? Not as often, but yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's weird, huh? That's weird. When would you say it slowed down, the uh, sexual relations? hard to say it was a long time ago it was a long time ago wasn't it yeah i have a feeling it was probably right around that time we managed to send her all that info but i don't know call me crazy maybe not anyway okay so banana aaron you've uh in recent history you've showed up multiple different ways trying to contact me you know trying to get back in the good graces of the show I mean, that's the other thing I dispute. I only ever messaged you on Facebook, and then I joined the Discord. There was no Twitter or YouTube. Not true. I got another message from you on one other platform for sure. Or Did you email me? I didn't email you. I definitely got something from you from somewhere else. There were th- there were th- I remember specifically three things. I just can't remember what the other one is now. But you don't have Twitter? You didn't I think follow I you. You follow me on Twitter? You. I probably blocked you on there. Maybe that might be what it is. So anyway, you show up again. What do you think? I mean, what goes through your f- stupid fucking British head? Uh, I feel like I've uh, changed enough to want to make amends. Oh. Not that that was ever going to go well, but. And so you were hoping like we would what be friends now, or you, you, what? You get added back to the inner circle. What do you think is going to happen? Just to clear the air, I guess. Face the consequences. Okay, well, I, I mean, I, you know, there's no consequences. You know, I know for a fact you were running very scared after all this stuff went down. Um, yeah. You were, afra- you were afraid because I had your address was something you said. You don't know that I know you said that, but you said that. And you thought I was going to, like, do something to you, these ridiculous things. <laughs> um, I guess because... You'd been sitting there playing pretend with Skylar about me for so long, you'd fallen for it. I don't know. But. Yeah, why would I end up paranoid? <laughs> listen, uh, yeah, there's paranoia all around. Listen, um, that's not who I am, okay? Listen, I've done a lot of growing myself, 
in these years. And while I've been ignoring you for this time, I'm angry. But we're sitting here. You were man enough to come on here and talk it out with me. I know you have been watching the show lately. Uh, did you Good work, by the way. Did you join the pizza fund? Not yet, but, you know, if you want to. No, I don't care. But <laughs> I was just going to give you the props if you did that. But fine, you don't have to do that. But I know you've been watching the show. I know you're in the Discord and stuff. I've kind of just let you be in there, even though I've kept my distance. And so I want to say, I mean, obviously, I can never bring you in to the fold again the way you were before. But as a person who's grown and changed, and I think that particular experience uh, helped me to do a lot of that growing, and as somebody who is not really one about necessarily grudges or things like that. Oh, wait, no, that's exactly who I am. Fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you, you stupid little bitch. I hate you. Stop watching the show. You're never going to be a part of this stuff again. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Thank you and good night. If I ever see you again, I will do to you what you did to me. Go away. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Banana Aaron, special guest for tonight on the show. Chocolate-covered banana, they say. Skylar downgraded, huh? Oh, we'll get to the downgrade in a second. LOL, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> what? what did you think? How else was that going to go? I, I hope he dies. Fuck him. Fuck anybody who did that. Imagine somebody doing that to you. How would you feel? The kid's lucky I didn't send bats his way. It, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm going to do this right now, Okay. I don't know if I've ever done this, I've ever attempted to physically manifest one of these things purposefully. The bats thing, let me tell you some of the stuff that's happened over the years, okay? I made a guy die, this guy that was a friend that I did not like, a friend of Mary too. I I wished out loud that he would die. Two days later, he walked off of a building and died. That's true. Never been done in the history of broadcasting. I did that. I was reading about bats while Maddox was telling me about Skylar and her manipulations behind the scenes. Not a joke. I was reading about bats when that happened. And then Skylar got bitten by a bat and had to get rabies shots. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Same night, another woman in Wisconsin also got bitten by a bat. Uh, I want to say sorry to that lady, you know. I mean, chaos magic, sorry. Dear God, he works miracles, but you can never fully understand his ways, so mea culpa. I have, of course, made the Santa Cruz Joker get beaten up while somebody shouts my name from a car. That also happened. You know... Speaking of the Santa Cruz Joker, here's what I'd like to do to Banana Aaron, okay? Dear God, please work your magic, okay? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for the worst. (laughs) We pray for the worst. We hope for the best. We pray for the worst. With Banana Aaron, dear God, I invoke you. I beg of thee, give me the power! In honor of the Santa Cruz Joker, here's what I wish. I wish for Banana Aaron to get 
breaded, okay? Somehow I want bread chucked at Banana Aaron, a fight to ensue, something. I'm telling you, if we really put our minds to it, if the fans of hate pray along with me, we can really make this happen. I'm going to talk in tongues now. Ching chong, ting dong. Ha, hakuna matata. Watashi wa Jesse des dozoyoroshku. Okay, so that was all gibberish. Jesse killed Mersh's friend too. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I might have been involved with that one. I felt bad about that one. That was again, dear God, you can't explain all. Let's forget about the time I accidentally killed Mersh's friend. She seemed nice. I cannot be destroyed, says Banana Aaron. The foolhardy are the ones to fall the hardest. I, I'm glad you said that, Aaron. Now please banish him from the chat. He's no longer welcome here. He is nothing to me. Um, let's go to, you know what, speaking of all of that, so we find all this stuff out. We find the chat. I fl- It's like I, I, I turn on a dime. We're talking to in Discord that night, as we often do after the shows. After the first Paranoia show, we went to the Podawful Discord, podawful.com slash Discord, and we're talking to Casey, the woman who was part of this clandestine operation this mutiny against me and we're kind of just poking fun at casey we're kind of just trying to make her feel bad the way i just did to banana aaron and casey is on the verge of tears during this whole thing now some of you may have heard these recordings before but they're too delicious not to play i'll warn you the audio is a little fucked there's a lot of very loud typing in here it's very annoying to listen to but i do want to i want you to hear a few parts of this angie has these videos on her youtube channel i think most of them are unlisted but she's got a playlist angie if you want to make this public i say do it um You know, again, it's very hard to hear some of this stuff, but let's try to make our way through some of this. I mentioned to Aaron just then that he was running scared at the time. Here's how I know that. Casey was telling us about Aaron in the Discord that night. I want you to know. So what are you going to do now? I I, I can't, like... I don't know. I'm trying to make Aaron calm the fuck down. Now that's Casey... Okay. She's trying to make Aaron calm down. We're like, what? Calm down from what? Why is he? Why is he freaking out? He's scared. He's scared. (laughs) He's scared. People are scared of me. That's actually a recording of Banana Aaron from the time. He should be. He blocked all of us. He's he's shutting everything. What is he scared about? Well, we did messaging that girl, and he knows that Jesse had his address at some point. He doesn't know if he still has it. My God. Wow. His address. (laughs) So he thinks I'm going to do something with his address. He's scared that we're going to tell his girlfriend on him. What am I going to do? Jesse's going to order pizzas for him. (laughs) No, he's worried that you're going to contact his work or something, I think. I don't even know what he does for a... I didn't even know you... Me, Jesse, the greatest guy. Contact his work. I... Uh, The guy who literally created a campaign against contacting work, who created a service to stop that. Walmart, New York City. 
had a job. I thought he lived under a staircase or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know he had a job. I thought he lived under a staircase or something. You can see why I thought that now, right? He's always whispering. Oh, I don't know. How would you have a job like that? What what job on earth could you do other than, I don't know, maybe like, oh, I'm here to check your chimney. Maybe something like that. I don't know what he does either. He just I'm telling- oh, I'm here to look at the pipes, ma'am. I need to crawl under your house and look at the pipes. I need to calm down. Convinced that you're gonna try to fuck up his life now. The only thing I let him think that is Skyler. If that's the worst thing that happened, the worst thing that can happen is that he believes that we're gonna fuck up his life. Then let him believe. Uh, I don't think anybody deserves to think that. That's what I'm telling him to calm the fuck down. Bullshit. I don't think you're gonna do that. Deserve it the more than anybody else. That dude has been one of the longest listeners of my show. One of the first people that I considered to be a friend and this little faggot lost his shit because I started dating a girl. Alright, now we got all that loud typing, so we'll, we'll skip the rest of that one. Uh, but you see me say, because I started dating a girl that he was in love with. Exchanged nudes with. Exchanged nudes with. Alright, so let's go to this clip. Uh, this is the one you guys probably have heard this before. But So we're making fun of Casey because now that we've blown this chat open, now that this entire mutiny against me is no more, and now that my brain is out of this fog, I let Casey realize, hey, you know, I mean, we hate you now, and now Skylar has no use for you, and she's just been using you, so now you've got no friends. You're a pathetic loser with no friends. How do you feel about that? And she's like, I know, my whole life is that way. I mean, she's really saying that stuff in a lot of these clips, Skyler shows up to the Discord. Again, the audio's not good here. I'm sorry, but Skyler shows up to the Discord and tells Casey to her face what she thinks of her. Mm, and if she, that there were if she conflict. said what she was telling us, because according <sighs> to Casey, mm. joined your side and stuff is because she thought that we didn't like her, but she knows you don't like her either. Yeah, I, I um I don't I don't really like Casey that much. Casey's on the same call as us. This is the same voice channel. Her name is right there. Skylar knows she's there. And Skylar goes, Yeah, mm, I don't really mm, like Casey that much. You can hear the mean girls in her voice. You know, it's like a it's like an evil movie villain. And I'm the manipulator. Actually, let's listen to that one more time stuff is because she thought that we didn't like her but she knows you don't like her either yeah i i um i don't i don't really like casey that much she's right there she's crying (laughs) so So we're also i mean even i am at a loss for words after that one (laughs) we're all sitting there like Ooh, awkward. I mean, we had been telling Casey that, but man, for Skylar to say it herself in person. Oof! I don't know. So why why were you pretending to be her friend in the chat? Then I don't get that. I mean, were you um, just using it? 
No, I mean, no, it just, I need to vent, you know? Sometimes you just need to vent. Yeah, to literally every single person I know. Sometimes I just need to vent, is her excuse. Oh, I just need to vent. To my friends and fans? You need to vent? Venting is not what was going on in that chat. Well, they, they were planning ways to drive me nuts to look bad. Literally using somebody. I don't know. I mean, maybe she could forgive me one day. Uh, Probably. Maybe she can forgive me one day. No, I, I got it. Vent to sticky hooves and... Yeah, vent. I mean... I mean... Now, now you're about... I, I think in this one... Yeah, you're... Uh, in a minute here, you're going to hear somebody go, Shut up! It's not anybody saying it to Skylar or Skylar saying it to anybody. It's Angie telling her dogs to stop barking, okay? So just ignore that part. You, 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 call, you called Metal Jess a bitch. That's not very nice. Maybe burn all these people and then, like, someone else will forgive you. Like, uh, I, I don't know. See, that Empathor saying maybe burn all these people, some, then somebody else will forgive you. That's the leaping from life to life thing she burns every bridge and then just goes and builds a new life somewhere else and hopefully those people don't find out well people are starting to find out skylar maybe um shut up (laughs) shut up angie boy stop being you know you're abusive to your dogs um I guess this is the last time that you guys are going to hear from me. Um, this is my last word. So, um. Oh, no. It's the last time we're going to hear from the great Skylar. Um, goodbye, I guess. Goodbye, I guess. That's cool. She, she, by the way, she knows she's being recorded. So she's doing what I did when she secretly recorded me. Just, no, see, I sound like I'm nice and natural and even keeled. So I, I must be a good person. Except she's also telling Casey to her face that she hates her. And listen to this next part. She says something so horrific. It's, to this day, it's so unbelievable to me. On YouTube. Skylar, just want you to know that uh, I, this whole time I wasn't talking shit about you. And I specifically told other people not to. And I, I did. So that's me doing it back. Hey, Skylar, I just want you to know I was actually nice the whole time. And then Empathor jumps in and says, Anyway, and, and fuck you. <laughs> and I did it anyway, and fuck you. And I okay. defended, I was defending you until you reached out to Maddox. That's so funny. When it was, and fuck you, he said. And negotiated things with him. Because so. you, you said you weren't going to do the show. I mean, so her whole thing was I promised her I wouldn't do a show about her. Yeah. Well, I kind of found out some stuff that maybe changed my mind about that. I was still, I was so incredibly nice in that first show about her. So incredibly nice. She didn't deserve any of it. And here she is still whining that I did it. I don't know why. By the way, this is like an hour before this. Skylar, what did you, what what did you agree? Skylar, what did you agree to do? So we made an exchange. I was supposed to not do a show and she was supposed to do something. Not talk about you and I didn't. You did it. (laughs) This is... The insanity that women will convince themselves of. This is every woman who's ever said anything about gaslighting, Gabby Hanna. Oh, he was gaslighting me. He was manipulating me. I never did anything wrong. 
Hey, Skylar, what were you supposed to do for me? Not talk about you. She had a secret chat about me with my friends. Not talk about me. She was contacting the Earth's Maddox about me. And again, I'm telling you, she was a step away from contacting my family. I know she had already poisoned the well with her own family. You know, I had met her family. I knew her mom, her brothers. She had already told them I was abusing her. Her other friends, I was abusing her. Tyler, what did you agree to do? Not talk about you, and I didn't. You did it. You You didn't. She posted to my Facebook group a secret recording of me. Secret chat. You had a secret chat. (laughs) Scott, the secret chat. The secret chat. Think about the secret chat, you dumb woman. You had a... And you had a... Here, listen to Angie. Like, what? What? Hold on, hold on. And you told... So here's her excuse. Listen to her excuse. Maybe she's got a good excuse. Maybe she's justified in this. Who knows? Let's listen. Hear her out, okay? Maybe she's justified. Let's give her a chance, folks. Secret chats about me. You had secret chats about me. You You had secret chats about me. You posted again about me on Tumblr that night. You uh Listen listen to this. This is so funny. Listen to what she said. So she posted about me on Tumblr. And people know about her Tumblr because that's where she had posted the secret recording. So now my fans, my listeners, my friends are checking her Tumblr. So if she posts about me, they're going to know she's posting about me, but... Uh, That was a vague post. It didn't use your name. (laughs) It's okay. It was a vague post. Oh my god. You You did not tell me we're stupid. You guys are so stupid. It was a vague post. How bad do you want to beat women right now? Just all of them. How bad? How bad? Do you just... You did not tell me the names of all of the people that were for you in the group. Why would I? Why would I take anything down? Why would I take anything down? Why would I not do the show at that point? So, are you getting it? That's enough. I think you get it. There you go. You guys have heard that before. Andrew, make that... Put that up somewhere for people to see. I think that should be out there. I think that's fine. LMAO, nice. Everyone, like, bye. What? What's going on? Um, Just this one. Maybe she will blame it on her period. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know what? That would be a better excuse. Okay, am I back? Let me know in the chat if I'm back. I think I'm back. Man, computer just crashed again. So, brand new computer. They replaced the old computer because this one, because the old one was crashing. Now this one's doing it the same way. I had what? Four maybe good months there. How long have I had that this computer now? I don't know. Uh, been fine the whole time. Now exact same problem happening again. W- what could possibly be causing it? I'm starting to think maybe uh, I shouldn't be using this computer. Now this image is back up. I had changed that before. Why would this image go up? What is wrong with my computer? There, there's something horrifically wrong here. Hang on. Let me try to fix this now. 
is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Okay. There we go. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Let me see what they're saying in the chat real quick. Pakistan, we're back. Illuminati. Oh, is it still Saturday? Overheating? If it's overheating, that's crazy. I've got a program I can run where it'll uh, cool it down. It's only 86 degrees, it says. That's not too high, right? 86? Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. I'll run it full blast for the rest of the show. I mean, usually once I've restarted it, it doesn't happen again. But I don't know. PC is the way to go. Shut the fuck up, you idiots. Okay, so <laughs> that doesn't help. I need to know what's wrong with the one I've got. Thanks. Um, it's just it makes no sense. It makes no. Why is this happening? Nothing has changed. It's been working for months. These are bad. These are bad machines. Um. I will just make them give me a new one again. I'll just keep getting new ones and using them for months until this happens, and then just go get another one again. Sorry, you got to get me a new one again. Sorry, that's the way this is going to work. Give me a new computer, you idiots. Anyway, dear God is too powerful. That makes the most sense of anything anyone has said. I don't really remember where we were at. Uh, oh, I was just about to switch to the next topic on all of this, so the stuff you really came here for. Let's get into the life. Skyler's been leading ever since then. Again, she wouldn't... Here's what I was about to say. She wouldn't admit that it was BPD. She wouldn't admit that it was borderline personality, bipolar, anxiety, all of these mental illnesses that I knew she had, but she seemed to think it was just me being mean. Well, now, suddenly, Skyler willingly admits she's got BPD. If you go to her... Tumblr bio, it says, USA, established 1989, BPD, and so on and so forth. Also says she's anti-porn. Okay, good to know, I guess. Cool. Oh, shit. I meant to do one other thing with, uh, with Banana Aaron. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I shouldn't have blown him off so soon. I meant to do something else with Banana Aaron. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's take a look at how Skyler is doing now. So I told you she's still with the guy that she ended up with, right? Where did the chat go behind me? I put that up. That's weird. Why did that disappear? It was up before I started the stream again. Sorry about that, folks. What's her Tumblr? I don't know. I, I, this stuff was sent to me. I don't actually have her Tumblr up in front of me. I'm pretty sure I'm blocked anyway. These are all um, screenshots that other people took and sent to me. So I don't know. I'm not trying to put it out there like that. I'm just We're just talking about it. We're just reading some public posts. That's it. Why the fuck is BPD something to celebrate? Well, you have to put your mental illnesses in your Tumblr bio. Tumblr is a community... For mentally ill people. By the way, podawful.com is a Tumblr. So let's take a look at a recent post. I mean, this is within the past few months here from Skylar. She says, oh, that's not good. I'm not doing well is how it starts off. You don't want that. You don't want to hear very first thing. I'm not doing so well. (laughs) By the way, if you thought this episode was about being obsessed or not being over it. Look at the good time I'm having. (laughs) Okay. 
I'm so excited. I'm about to laugh so hard. My girlfriend, Kelsey, is going to laugh so hard. She's been dying for this episode. Okay, let's take a look. So it starts off with, I'm not doing so well. I owed 1300 to the IRS in 2018. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I, how do you not, I mean, just pay it off. It's only $1,300. That's like, I don't know, you could scrape that out of a couch and then work a, a half a week to make that. In 2018, and I guess the form got messed up, meaning she fucked it up, and I forgot to resubmit the payment plan form, and they just sent me a letter saying I owe twenty thousand dollars now have you ever heard of anybody owing twenty thousand dollars i mean somebody who makes no money this bitch don't got a real job she owes 20k (laughs) shit i mean what must it be like to be skyler She says, I haven't received the IRS stimulus check, probably from these complications. You think? No, you deserve it. You should be getting free money right now when you owe $20,000. This is her life. Just for comparison's sake, the life I'm leading, I've got a beautiful wife. Everyone on earth now has to lead the same type of life as I do thanks to COVID-19, which, you know, the Kahuna virus, which was, of course, started from bats. (laughs) So um, I'm making more money than ever. I've got more people watching than ever, even with being on the backup channel before the stream went down there. Uh, I had the same number of people watching as I did before. Things are going pretty great for me. The only problem I've got is my poor wife is trapped in Australia because those dumb dingoes are keeping their (laughs) populace prisoner for some reason. So she's trapped there thanks to the Kahuna virus, but... You know, I mean, I got a dog who's pretty nice. I live in a pretty nice place. Things are all pretty cool for me, okay? I'm having a lot of fun. I've got one of the greatest shows on the internet, if not the best. But how are things going for Skylar? <laughs> Let's keep looking. So she hasn't gotten the stimulus check, probably from those complications. And I haven't gotten any unemployment, despite being laid off from COVID. Well, you're not unemployed. You're self-employed, according to your... Tumblr bio, you work for yourself as a videographer, and I see you trying to get money from that. That's not unemployed. Am I unemployed because my job is a podcast? A lot of people think so, but (laughs) tell that to the IRS. You want to know how much money? You think $1,300 is a lot to owe, Skyler. Do you have any idea how much I paid in taxes this year? It's insane the amount of money I lost in taxes. And that was after doing as many deductions as I could possibly find. So she was laid off from COVID. The website status says pending due to issues and the call line is so busy, you can even wait on hold and it hangs up. Um, Okay, so that sounds pretty bad. She sounds like she's in a bad spot. Complications, LOL. Yeah, 
weird, they say. They uh, reference her nose, cam girls, 18K. What is the 18K? What are we asking about there? Non-unemployment. I called once, couldn't be bothered. Oh, she got laid off, all right. Okay, so that sounds bad. You know, to owe $20,000, that's bad. Like, I, if I owe $20,000 right now, I could pay that. And I would still have plenty left over, but it would hurt. It would hurt to pay 20000 You know, that's, that's a chunk of change. So hopefully, you know, even I don't wish this kind of pain on a person. Hopefully her life is doing slightly better than that in all the other departments. Let's take a look. The great guy I was with ended up causing me a lot of stress due to the pressure of dramatically cutting sugar out of my life and how he treated me for wanting dessert or a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Sounds like things are on the rocks with the relationship. Now, this is not the first time things have been on the rocks when it comes to the relationship. Actually, let me pull this up really quick. I wasn't going to do this, but I I think I covered this at one point, maybe in a Friday show in the Pizza Fund. If you don't know, we've got these shows we do in the Pizza Fund. Uh, we built our own thing. It's called the Pizza Fund. We, you know, It's like Patreon. We don't run ads. We demonetize our YouTube channel. It's the only way I make money. We've got these bonus and premium shows Potawful.pizza, if you'd like to join that. Can I run the ad? Do you mind if I run the ad for that really quick? This is a long show. I don't know what we're yelling about! The only ad I'll play. Join the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza! Years worth of archive. The only ads I'll ever play are the ads for myself on this show. I don't want to waste your time. Potawful.pizza. Join for as little as a dollar. If you want access to those Friday shows I'm talking about, that's in the $6 level, and our Wednesday shows are the $12 level and up. Okay, so... I received a message one time from, you know, she started dating this guy. His name is Ian. And he was, when she, when she met him, he was too young to drink alcohol. I'm not kidding. Too young to drink. She was 28 years old. He was 20 years old, I believe. I think I'm right about that. He was, he was born... Let me put it into perspective for you. Skylar um, loved playing like Pokemon Go. She loved Pokemon. And her boyfriend was born after Pokemon had already been released in 1995. Okay. Robin the Cradle. So she's with this guy. She's with him for a while. I joke about her. I talk about her on the show. And, you know, she becomes friends with all of his friends because she moved back to Wisconsin where she's from, where her mom is and everything. And getting help from mom, by the way, on top of all this bad stuff going on, her mom is helping her out. 
I know it. Because she, she, her mom was helping her out when she was with me, and she didn't even really need it then. And so she becomes friends with all of his friends because she doesn't have any friends otherwise. Because again, she's been leaping from life to life. So she's burned every bridge. So she ends up with this guy, Ian. This kid becomes friends with uh, all of his friends, and they go on dates with his friends who have girlfriends and boyfriends and all that kind of stuff, go on these double dates. And eventually, they start getting tired of her shit too. I'm not the only person who can see this sort of stuff in her. And so, because she kind of came out of nowhere and took over this poor young guy's life, his friends start looking Skylar up on the internet, and wouldn't you know it, they find me. Ugh, you don't want to... You don't want to be found when it comes to your life on Pod Awful. They find me. I got a message from a guy, and I don't have the whole message anymore. It's gone from my Instagram, but he messages me on Instagram, and he says this. He was telling me, basically he said to me, listen, I'm one of Ian's best friends, and I can tell you, me personally and everyone in our friend group, we are so sick of Skylar. What should we do? How do we save our friend from him? We saw your stuff. We know what you went through. What do we tell him to save him from her? And I said, good luck, buddy. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I, good. I don't know. I tell him, tell him to watch the show. I don't know. <coughs> but of course, she had already poisoned his mind just like everybody else's when it came to me he just assumes i'm abusive so he can't be reasoned with and now here we are three years later this is still going on but here's what his best friend said so they moved out to california for a little while they tried to make it in california together didn't work out another l in the long list of l's since Skyler left here, they moved back to Wisconsin from California at the end of the summer. They got an apartment together and broke up a month later. She started a group chat between some of my friend's girlfriends and would constantly rant about relationship issues that she was completely creating. Sound familiar? So she's starting to have a little private group behind his back to talk shit. I am trying to get a hold of some convos right now. She angry texted his mother, Ian's mother, who is amazing, this guy says. Meaning like this mom, she's one of the greatest people. Skylar's wrecking her life. She texts her mother that all of the issues in her relationship with her son was his mom's fault. And that she needs to be a better mother. 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 Imagine. Imagine being a mom and getting that text. It's your fault. My relationship with your son is failing. This is how I know she would have contacted my family about this. But it would have gotten back to me. And so her manipulation wouldn't have worked. With Ian... He's a little boy. She can stomp all over him. She's a political prisoner. Sky LARPing. Skylar has a lot of feelings about motherhood. Oh boy, does she. 
Oh boy, does she. So I said, wow, this sounds incredibly familiar. Her friend says, she has tried to train him on how to be a better boyfriend. She needs to be done, he says. That sounds like he wants a hit out. I got nothing to do with that. He says, I'm sorry you went through this shit too. Ian's best friend is telling me, I'm so sorry you dealt with Skylar. I said, LOL, wow. (laughs) Okay, so that was two years ago, maybe. I don't know. Maybe two years ago this is when this message is from. So again, let's go back to 2020 and see how things are going. So the great guy she was with ended up causing her stress due to the pressure of dramatically cutting sugar out of her life and how she treated her for wanting dessert or a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. So what this means is, Skylar started packing on a freshman 15. Sorry, well, nothing fresh about it. She hit that 30 wall, and all of a sudden, you know, I listen, for all of Skylar's flaws, she wasn't fat, her, her stomach was pretty flat, She had decent-sized tits for the size she was. She had a bit of a dumper on her, you know. I'm not melanated, so maybe I just can't appreciate a thick girl. Bit of a dumper. The the trunks were a little too thick for my liking. And, of course, the, the hook nose. I mean, the witch's brew going on on her face. Something to be said. But she ballooned up a little bit. And so Ian, being a young man and knowing he could do better, goes, uh, maybe cut out the sweets. You know, when I was with her, we lived next to a 7-Eleven, basically. And she'd walk over there all every day. She'd walk over there and stuff her gourd with sweets and treats. She snacked so much. And it finally caught up to her. That's the wall. It's coming for all of you, ladies, and you better be working on it, okay? You can beat the wall. You just have to not be a piece of shit. Skylar's a piece of shit. So she's mad that he wants her to be healthy. She says, he was extremely insensitive about handling things, and despite us being friends after all of this, oh, they remained friends, was causing me enough stress that I needed to leave. (laughs) Oh, poor thing. I love my sweets, says a girl in the chat room. I love my sweets. Jesse is Indian, so he likes pancake asses. No, 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 no. I like a nice, you know, firm buttocks. Just a nice... I don't need these cartoon dumpers. If it can be described as a dumper, <laughs> it's too big. All right? I've got a lovely wife. She's got a perfect butt. Skylar, it was like looking at a dumpster. I mean, it was just, it was like two piles of deli meat stacked next to each other. Just some sort of mystery meat going on. It was already too much. And now she's bigger. And don't worry. I'll show you in gory detail how much bigger she is. She goes on to say, My mother thinks this COVID shit is all blown out of proportion and is sending me links to apply for jobs. 
oh, no, you don't, mom. Don't ever tell me to apply for a job during a pandemic. There's people like literally dying for jobs. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't get a job right now because of the the flu. Her political opinions have become so distorted and right-wing that I actually feel disconnected from her because we agree on so many things. This is the thought process of a 17-year-old girl. Skylar is 30 years old, okay? Maybe 31 now. I can't remember how old she is. <laughs> I don't know. I, she's like, yeah, she's like 31 years old. These are the thought processes of a child. Have you seen these little girls posting their moms on the internet going, my mom's a racist. She's so Republican. She votes for Trump. Listen, I don't agree with all of my parents' viewpoints and I'll spend plenty of a Thanksgiving telling them the things they're wrong about. But for the most part, I'm aware that they have more wisdom than I do. And the only reason... I'm willing to act like maybe I might know something more than my parents is I'm doing pretty well. (laughs) I kind of figured this stuff on my own. But the whole reason we're reading this thing right here is to laugh at how poor Skylar is doing. And she thinks she knows better than her mom. Let me tell you something about Skylar's mom. And this is not a lie. Skylar's mom is a millionaire. Now, I don't agree necessarily with the way she became a millionaire, but she is a millionaire. And I do find it very funny that Skylar is essentially destitute and her mom won't help her more than sending her job links. I'm sure whenever Skylar needs it, her mom will float her. Skylar's mom's sitting on a pile of money. Okay, there's this thing in Wisconsin and probably other middle America states like that where if you own a farm, you're doing pretty well. Skylar's mom not only owns part of a farm, but she is with a guy, or she was when I knew her. She's with a guy who owns a farm and is a millionaire as a result of it. You think all these farmers aren't doing well? But you're not remembering that they all get these government subsidies. So even if they don't produce anything, they get paid a fucking shitload of money. Just a jackload of money. On top of all of that, though, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And Skylar's mom got a pretty good portion of money by dating a man who was dying of cancer in his final years, and he ended up leaving her his fortune. And she danced around from man to man, getting a little bit of money here and there to the point where she is now a millionaire. So the grift that Skylar's been trying to do her whole life, her mom successfully did. I mean, really successful. And Skylar thinks she doesn't have anything to learn from her mom. Okay, Skylar. She goes on to say, and this is my favorite part. I was starting to run low on Prozac I take for my BPD. 
oh, suddenly she's got it. <laughs> I could have sworn I was a monster back then and lying to her, but no, it turns out she does have paranoid delusions brought on by BPD. I don't know which one she means, by the way. She could mean borderline personality. She could mean bipolar disorder, but my guess, probably both. <laughs> she says, I have no money to pay my bills and no prospects of money coming in anytime soon. I am, this is, remember when I read you the thing from Dick Masterson's girlfriend, Marie, 80s girl, hula girl, where she was going over where how wrong her life has gone and all the regrets she has. I hurt myself today. Here's Skylar's hurt. I am 30 without a career, unmarried, nowhere near ready to adopt a child, which I want to do. I don't own a house, let alone the ability to afford rent if I wanted to live alone. And now, due to the incompetence of my company, not her fault, which I enjoyed working for, I am laid off, not just furloughed. Oh, really? And you could have it all. Watch my girlfriend squirt. I couldn't be having more fun. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I couldn't be having more fun. Things are not going well <laughs> for Skylar. But I was the bad guy. I didn't know what I was doing. Now, she says there, if I could live alone, I couldn't pay for it. And that she was breaking up with her boyfriend. Well... I think you have your answer why she ended up back with her boyfriend. How has that relationship gone on so long? Skylar hit that wall, and now the only prospect she's got is this young guy who she's tricked, and he's still young enough. He's sub-25, so he's still young enough to keep falling for it. I have a feeling he's helping her pay her rent, and she's probably helping him too, but they need each other to survive. Now, speaking of her mom, here's a conversation Skylar had with her mommy where things weren't going well for her either. Let's take a look at this. She says, I'm not going into debt over this shit, even if the chant, meaning Kahuna virus, even if the chances are low, if I can increase the chances, I avoid a 100000 plus bill just by distancing and wearing a mask more, I'm going to do it. So this is the side that mask wearers are on, Skylar's side. Her mom says, we are not too worried or concerned. <laughs> she says, I hope y'all aren't positive. I'm sure it'll be fine. Her mom says... His results should come Monday slash Tuesday, and Skylar gives a thumbs up. So, Skylar's little brother had been around somebody 
who tested positive for coronavirus. So they were checking to see if he was going to be okay. He's young enough that the likelihood anything bad happens, even if he's got it, is so small. But Skylar's freaking out about it, of course. Her mom then says, maybe look into filing bankruptcy. Oh, wait, they will take your car. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Skylar is so bad off. It's not even worth it to file for bankruptcy. And her mom is like, ah, I guess you're screwed. Whatever. Sorry, eggs. You're all dried up. So her mom goes on to say, check out the plasma donation. I'm signed up. Want that $600 extra cash? LOL. And again, her mom doesn't need that. She's just giving away the cash. But hey, if you want 600 bucks, just sign up to give blood. You're in a bad place when you're giving out your own bodily fluids for money. Uh, You're one step away from letting them harvest your organs. She says, LOL, ha, to herself, her mom, LOL, ha. Skylar replies, okay, but isn't it fucked up that the unemployment money I qualify for, how do you qualify for it, still hasn't been, still hasn't been resolved, and it's been months? I don't qualify for health insurance at my new job until 90 days in, which is standard. So if I got into a car accident or got sick and got in the hospital, I would have to go into debt just to survive. That's fucked. My credit card is maxed out again, and it's just on groceries and gas from the last few months. Shake my head. I'm really frustrated. Oh! Oh no, it's from buying too much Dunkin' Donuts. Lose some weight, you fat bitch. Who's having fun? Who's having more fun than Pod Awful? I can't think of anybody. What's the chat saying about it? Jesse continues his battles against Big Organ. She quit that new job after a few weeks, by the way, so she's unemployed again. That's true. She should have gotten herself a sugar daddy. Duh. I mean, we're having such a good time here, guys. We're having such a good time. Why stop the fun there? Let's go along. Let's have an even better time. Okay? So... Let's start with, I'll start with this. All right, I'll start with it. Here's something she posted to her Tumblr. So again, she's back with the boyfriend. As far as I know, they are currently together. Okay, despite all odds, they are still somehow together. And man, I've been in this situation. I can't tell you how bad it is to be in Ian's shoes right now. Listen to this. She says, If you thought my libido was low now, just wait until you hurt my feelings again, smiley face. Ooh. Ooh. Buddy. So all you've got going for you with this broad, all she's got is that she's willing to have sex with you. And now she's holding out sex because you're not being nice to her. And let me tell you something. Not being nice to Skylar involves 
sitting there, doing nothing, not realizing she's having a paranoid panic attack quickly enough. I mean, you don't have to do anything to get on her bad side. She, of course, tags this with a clown emoji, so she's calling her own boyfriend publicly a clown. Meanwhile, I mentioned Skylar's dumper, right? Meanwhile, even if she had the libido, even if she wasn't withholding sex, this is the only thing he had to look forward to when it came to uh, Skylar. Oh, God. Enhance. Computer, enhance. Yes, that's right. The poor boy. The poor 23-year-old boy. Okay? He's at that age in life where most people, you know, I moved to New York City when I was 23, I think. Maybe 22. And that's the age, 22, 23 is the age that most people nowadays kind of really start their life, your adult life. That's when you get out of college, that's when you really start to find yourself, and unfortunately for this idiot, he got hooked onto the line of Skylar LaSalle Leon, and there's the dumper in question. Computer dehance, they say. Is that a is that pimples or poop? Computer delete truck backing up sounds. Boop, boop, boop. Bumpy, that's a big ass. Man, she is busted, they say. She marked this fat. Imagine being poor Ian and your girlfriend. The only thing she's got going for her is that you can dump a load in her and you've got no worries about her getting pregnant because she has a poison womb. God had the foresight to look at this bitch and say, eh, you know what? You won't be needing that uterus. It's more of a uter no than a uterus. It's just, is she? God went in Jesus with his own bare hands when she was but a girl. You know, she talks about getting touched. She was scooped. She was scooped by Jesus. He went in there. He took out any of the reproductive stuff. And so now she's just got this hollow hole you can endlessly clump into. When you're having your natural illustrations moments, you can liquefy her canals, so to speak, and you have absolutely nothing to worry about when it comes to nature's retributions, okay? And now she's advertising her butt on her Tumblr. And she's got a pretty big Tumblr following. You thought I was going to say something else. She's got a pretty big Tumblr following. So there's like a thousand something simps out there. I mean, if my show had simps that were willing to do, go to the lengths they went to for that ass right there, Imagine the simps on her Tumblr timeline, and he's got to sit there and grin and bear it, because if he doesn't, no sex for him, and another BPD meltdown comes from Skylar. She's barren. Oh, she's more than barren. Again, the tubes are, you might as well just be coming into her liver. I mean, it, it would make as much sense. Her spleen. You know, I, 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 do you have some sort of 
her gallbladder. You might as well just be fucking her in the gallbladder. It'd be the same thing. It's just there's a pointless mess of organs down there. They don't go anywhere. It's like an MC Escher etching where the stairs lead nowhere. You just end up in the back door somehow. And in order for her to come, it takes a system, a series of levers, pulleys, weights, and standards. I mean, there's devices involved, blindfolds. There's no pleasing this woman. Okay, it's a it's a wasteland down there. It's a toxic wasteland. And the only thing you could possibly get out of it is HPV. So, <laughs> anyway, that's what you have to look forward to when it comes to <sighs> Skylar. Okay? But you don't really have that anymore. Because Skylar... <laughs> Skylar went through a change that it's afflicted many, many poor women. And I'm not talking about just the wall. Now, she hit the wall. Again, let's go over Skylar's attributes here. When I knew her, it wasn't the best looking, but she was all right. Her worst features were her witch's nose, which I could mostly look past. I mean, I was literally looking past it. She was here. The nose was behind me. I was somewhere in between. Uh, I could mostly look past that, mostly because she had a fairly, her face was otherwise fairly nice, except she did at some point have a pretty bad bout of acne, and she did have some acne scars, but she'd put layer makeup over them where it would do a fairly decent job of covering those up. And then otherwise, you know, body-wise, pretty good. The dumper, a little much, but pretty good. Not bad. Certainly got better now, but, you know. And then here's what happened. And here's what Ian is having to deal with. And here's why he's putting her on a diet to the point that she left him. She gets that. Again, not so freshman 15. She hits that wall and she starts to bloat. Okay. And when a woman hits the wall, the first place she bloats, you would think it would maybe be her stomach or her ass or something. No, that'd be too easy. God's got a crueler intention in mind to punish these women for the awful things they'd spent their 20s doing. Instead, what he does is he makes their faces bloat. So Skylar, she went from having a pretty thin, decent face that allowed the support of the witch's nose she's got to having what can only be referred to as a pumpkin's head, a, a jack-o'-lantern, if you will. Skylar would look at home with a will-o'-the-wisp, okay? When her face exploded outward, it started to, you know, it made it so that the thin crookedness of her nose was much more apparent. There's so much more face around it. And of course, it stretched out her acne scars. So now she's got these terrible eyes, this crooked nose, this crooked smile, and this pimply, acne scarred pumpkin face. She looks like she'd be more at home. You know, 
Skyler looks like if a ghost was made of fire and made its home inside a withered, wizened old tree. <laughs> okay? She has the face of a haunted forest. <laughs> Now, that's the first thing you're going to notice when the wall hits, right? So Ian sees that, and he's like, oh, okay, well, at least her tummy's still kind of flat. And then that goes. And then he's like, well, at least the dumper's not getting any bigger. And then it gets bigger, and the thighs become more thunderous. And he says, well, maybe this means her titties will get a little bigger. Uh-uh. No, the wall bitch slapped Skyler. The wall had other designs in mind for Skyler. Everything is looking bad. And when this happens, girls aren't unaware of this. Girls are acutely aware of exactly what I'm talking about. You hit 30 and boy, do you start to notice So Skylar's sitting there, knowing she's got this young boyfriend, knowing she's got this pattern of men in her wake, and she starts to panic. You know, a woman, most of her time is spent in front of a mirror. Most of her time is spent taking hundreds of selfies. Skylar's no exception. Skylar starts taking these selfies at 30 and sees that she now looks like Wispy Woods from Kirby's Dreamland and goes, "Uh uh-oh, I gotta do something. And her mind enters a mental hellscape, the likes of which have never been seen. She enters a Looney Tunes-like state where her brain is a prisoner to these thoughts. Now, every woman has entered this state at some point, Skylar has probably entered it many, many times. And there's a huge red flag for when women are in this mode because they let you know. They tell you that their brain ain't working so right anymore, that they're in a brain nightmare scenario. And the way they do this is they start panicking. And when a woman starts to panic, she decides it's time for a dramatic haircut. And the number one way to do that is a woman will give herself, I hate to even say this, bang. Bang. If you or someone you know sees a woman with bangs, fringe, they call it in the UK. Run, run for the hills. She's telling you that she is not safe around herself and neither are you. Get out of there, go! You gotta get out of there! Bangs are the warning sign. Bangs are what a woman does when she's got nowhere left to go, where she's got nowhere else to run. Bangs are the bastion of a woman trying to escape her own self-created horrific machinations, okay? So Skylar 
When I was with her, she did not have bangs. She might have had she had kind of a long bang, but I mean it was down past her chin. All right. Now we've all seen an SJW. What do they all have in common? They've got a bang. Okay? And one of the most common mistakes that those women make because they're the ones in the most dire straits. You know, a woman goes through a ba- a breakup, she'll give herself bangs and it'll look bad. It always looks bad. It always looks bad. Only women think it's a good idea to have bangs. It'll look bad, but she might not go overboard with it. But when a woman is on a real loopy hell ride, she will give herself a bang that goes just a little too far. She's cutting them, and she gets to the left side and goes, maybe just a little bit more. And then she goes, well, I got to even that out over on the right. And now what she's ended up with is what can only be described as half bowl cut, half mullet. You got bowl in the front and party in the back. We're going to need a name to refer to this. We're going to be talking about this because Skylar has now done this. And one of the most nefarious things about giving yourself bangs as a woman is there's no way to fix it. You, either you shave all your hair off, which some of the SJWs do, but that you got to be real fucked to do something like that. Or you got to let it grow out. But women can't leave well enough alone. So every time it gets too long, now it's in their eyes they go and cut it again. It's a vicious cycle. Bangs are a vicious cycle. It's why you know a woman is not okay. She's not in her right state of mind. Skylar has done this to herself. We're going to have to refer to this as something. Now, most countries know. I mean, listen, almost everyone on earth understands the two goofiest haircuts you can have are a bowl cut or a mullet, and she's combining them both, okay? The only places that don't know these are a problem are Canada with the mullet, Australia with the mullet, and of course, China with the bowl cut, but the rest of the world sees that and goes, oh, he's, bless his heart, he ain't okay, okay, so there's something, there's something not quite right there. I mean, if a guy's got a tactical bowl cut, get out of the school. If a lady's got a mullet, and she's not driving an SUV with her two labs in the back, then something's not right. When you combine the two, you end up with, you know what, I'm going to name it after myself. You end up with a bullet. Hi, I'm Bullets. You guys are my friends. You can call me Bullets. We're going to call the combination of a bowl cut and a mullet a bullet. Skylar's given herself a bullet. So now she's ballooned. She's hitting that wall. The nose is getting more crooked. The face is getting more crooked. The scars are tearing her apart, Lisa. And the hair is the biggest flag she's ever had sitting on top of her head going, steer clear, fellas, run. It's the international sign of crazy, ladies and gentlemen, do you want to watch the downfall of a woman, the, the devolution of a woman, the crazy disaster and devastation of a woman? Well, look no further than this montage I have 
for you right here. Skylar Leone hitting the wall. So the bangs show up. The bullet. Oh, she went a little too far. No freshman 15 yet. She's hot. Guess I'm a simp, they say in the chat. She's still hot to you? There's that pumpkin head. It's starting to round out. She's sitting in a chair like a dog. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, those first pictures where you thought she was hot, that was back when she was with me. How do you feel about her wearing fingerless gloves? Uh Uh-oh! You still feeling confident about what you said in the chat there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe not a mesh top, Skylar. Maybe not. Maybe put the mesh away. Oh, the bullet! the widening oh the thickness the roundening Ever seen anything like it? <laughs> oh, have you ever seen anything on earth like that? They're transvestigating her in the chat. When you're being transvestigated, you've done something wrong. Okay? Would still smash. And that's pathetic. You guys are disgusting. Yes, that does make you a simp, by the way. That's disgusting. I hate when dudes tell you what they would fuck on the internet. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Oh, you'd probably fuck a hole in the ground, too. The rest of us have standards. You can go out there with your melanated brothers and fuck a snow bunny. You know, a big fat bitch, too. I mean, man. It's like the Pillsbury dough can popping. <laughs> 50 cal bullet at the end there. Anybody who is still like, listen, I mean, hear me out. I'm not saying she's the worst. She's not the fattest. She's just not worth the trouble 
Think about it for a second, gents, okay? Before you get so cavalier with your comments there, the standard is, you know, we've all seen the hot, crazy matrix out there. The standard is, oh, okay, you you don't stick your dick in crazy, but, you know, I mean, some exceptions might be made. You're going to tell me that's the exception? Would you put up with all the things you've heard so far about her this evening, for that, for what you just saw, I don't think so. She did fuck Jesse, though, guys. Is Cabaret Z a guy who is desperate for the attention? Um, <laughs> Cabaret Z, one, one of Mersh's like biggest losers. Like you want to talk about simp's? One of Mersh's biggest losers, Cabaret Z. Uh, we could do a whole Mersh effect on him. I had some insane, insane DMs sent to me from this Cabaret Z guy. So, yeah, no, she did fuck me at the beginning of those pictures, back when she still looked decent, okay? Yeah, that's when she fucked me. This poor 23-year-old dude, Ian, who, you know, for a, a, he's a decent-looking dude, I guess. He could probably get a fairly decent-looking girl. The poor guy, I mean, he's trapped. He's been trapped by her, and he's even been fooled into giving... Well, you know, I'll I'll come back to that in a second. Let's go to her TikTok. She's got a TikTok. (laughs) I I almost forgot she's got a TikTok. Let's take a look at some of her TikToks, shall we? I mean, again, you guys are being very cavalier with the comments. Let's take a look at the TikToks, shall we? How are we feeling about the TikToks? Oh, how do I make sound happen? It's a fucking, it's a song. Okay, so she's making her mouth look like a pussy, but then her face looks like this. Again, she's got a bullet haircut, so we got that going for us. Let's see, anything in here? Doesn't put you in his story when you're recording. Oh, yeah. When he doesn't put you in his story. The double chin. The double chin's not a good look. There was one in here. Ooh, yeah. Remove the first and last letter of your name. Cool is your new name. Looking good. Looking real good there. The nose is looking good. There was one in here. I went, oh, here. Maybe it's this one. Oh, and I definitely quit my job today. Looking good. Really looking good. Oh, and I definitely quit my job today. So she quit her job. So she admits she quit her job. Anyway, looking great. This poor guy, Ian has been fooled into starting a podcast with this lunatic. Yes, that's right. They're doing a podcast together. It's called The Bofum Podcast. And here's episode one. I don't know. Juicy, it's called. Oh, okay. Hello, and welcome to The Bofum Podcast that no one asked for. Yeah. Good start. Oh, can you get a knife? Unprepared. We are going to be drinking rum out of a watermelon. And this entire podcast is them just drinking a watermelon. And we don't have a blender, so we're just going to... But they have tips and opinions on who should be doing podcasts and how you should be doing them, which I find very interesting. After dating a guy like me, she's got she's very opinionated on podcasts. Use the... Just gonna mash it. Oh, it's right here. As you can hear, uh-huh. so far, very good. This guy. 
It's like a pineapple slicer. Not at all for these. Do we want to do it like from the top or what? do we want to do it from the side? I think the side. Yeah, because I it's thought gonna we were going to cut it first. Holy shit. I'll hold it. You're cut gonna... it first. I thought we were just going to make a big boy. Like put it. They're talking about turning it into alcohol and her boyfriend refers to it as a big boy. A big boy drink? You mean what I call alcoholic beverages? A big boy drink? Do Skylar and her boyfriend listen to Pod Awful? Is Skylar's podcast copying Pod Awful? Is there any podcast out there not copying Pod Awful? I want to uh, make a note of something here. This is the only episode that they have done. They did this back in May, and they have not done another episode since. One episode, never did it since. I'll tell you why, because that's when the relationship problems started happening. I mean, obviously, they got plenty of time. Nobody in this household's got a job. They're under quarantine. It's the perfect time to start a podcast, and yet put it all and put it cut it cut it how like like cut a circle and then that's what this is for. Look at this. This is made for cutting circles. All right. Yeah. Go for it. I hope this doesn't like squirt everywhere. All over. My laptop and microphone, camera, your your camera, not my camera. See, now, I know what you're thinking. She said, I hope this doesn't squirt everywhere. And any guy with half a brain on earth would then take that as an opportunity to make a squirting joke. I wanted to do it. You were all doing it at home. Why didn't Ian do it? I'll tell you why. Skyler is not okay with sex jokes, and he's pussy-whipped, so he knows if he says anything about squirting, oh, it's all over. You ever been over, like, when you were a kid, you ever go over to a super Christian kid's house, and they're sitting there talking with their family, and you guys are enjoying yourselves, and then somebody says something that anywhere else on earth, it would sound so awkward, you know, you just accidentally say an innuendo, like, like, uh, I, like you know the way Tobias on, on uh, Arrested Development is always accidentally saying something gay? It's like, you're sitting there with this Christian family, and they're like, oh, boy, that with something as big as that, and I blew it? And of course, if you're sitting there with your friends, you'd be like, oh, you're gay! And you're at this Christian household. I mean, even with my own parents, I'd be like, oh my God, that's the gayest thing that's ever been said. But you're at that Christian house. They don't even hear it. You know, they're so used to not delving into that world. They don't hear it anymore. That's the Skylar household. She has conditioned him so much that he doesn't even hear the innuendo of what she said. That is a perfect circle. Has anyone done this before? This is like... This has we- anyone ever opened up a watermelon and put vodka or rum into it. Yeah, I think maybe. You should get this close to the mic. It's like, yeah, I'm going to turn the mic. All right, I'm going to skip ahead a little. 
What if we like tilt it up? Yeah, they're, they're still yeah, doing it. I just went a minute ahead. They're still doing it. Trying to fucking mash it. Oof. Christ. Oh, that is fucking juicy. A juicy boy. Hey, this is a pretty good podcast. It's just fucking, it's like a saw. It's like a saw for watermelons. Is, are you pressing down? Is it hard? By the way, follow me at really huge penis on Twitter. That's my new Twitter handle. I didn't really like the Redskins one so much. You know, I was upsetting my Native American brethren. So at really huge penis on Twitter. Hard to press down? No, it's just doing it by itself. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, it, oh. it's fucking. I just realized um, I want to do what other podcasts don't do or I want I don't want to do what other podcasts sometimes do and basically not explain what's going on um so basically we have a watermelon and we're using a circular hand drill sort of thing it's a pineapple slicer is what it is it's not a slicer no that's what it's called it's a pineapple slicer it goes it goes in right it's a corer I'm not even there. She's telling, I, I need to let you guys know so you don't know, so you won't sit there and not know what's going on. It's a core. It's it's to core the pineapple. It's a core. That's what it is. You're both wrong and stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, it's called the pineapple slicer. You can get them at the grocery store, um, which is exactly what we did. Not advertised for watermelons, but that's what we're doing. And Yeah, um, I just looked at it. I was like, hey, that looks like it would fucking chop up the shit out of a of a watermelon the watermelon is on its side and we're drilling into the side we're, so this is a podcast where you listen to a sexless relationship oh my god <laughs> oh my god, oh my god you spilled everywhere Ooh, look at that whoa oh, got a red rocket oh my god that looks- i don't know i might have skipped it there's a part in here where Skylar says that they, th- she thinks they should have a podcast because they are interesting people. Maybe I'm blowing that, but I'm worried I skipped it. Looks like a dog penis. <laughs> Ew, stop. Stop. Oh, I gotta get that on the mic. That's good. This is, this is real juicy. We gotta put that on our next track. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, don't throw it away. Eat it. Oh, I, I'm oh, okay. Trying to make this not so a complete mess, but the these are people, by the way, they think of themselves as musicians. Oh my god! I hope I didn't skip the part where she talks about that too. There's some really cringe stuff they say in here. Man, I might have accidentally skipped it all. God damn it! I should have put down time codes. I never do. Listen. They say some really cringe stuff, but they consider themselves musicians, so they have professional audio equipment. Here's what it sounds like. Yeah, basically we, we pulled out the um, the pineapple slicer, I guess, and there's like this cylindrical hole in the middle. And when Ian pulled out the... Oh, I just realized we didn't introduce ourselves for anyone who doesn't know us. Oh, first. good. I think this might be it. I didn't skip right. it. Um, I'm Skylar, and... Ian's over there dealing with uh He didn't introduce himself. What are you doing with that knife? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> Ian? <laughs> I'm Ian and I have a large knife. <laughs> I'm here to chop the fuck out of this watermelon. Oh my god, cat, get the fuck down. Oh 
great cast. You know guys. what we're doing here? This is we've done this before. Why now? Why wouldn't they just edit out the silent parts? They've got editing software. Pure, we're wondering. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't do anything that we're doing at home in case you get hurt. This is actually. Don't worry. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, so this uh, pineapple slicer has a cylindrical opening in the middle. And it collected a tube of watermelon. <laughs> it looks like a dog dick. It looked like a dog dick. <laughs> That's pretty uh-huh. nice. Okay, I'm going to put that thing back. In- wow, I've never seen that happen before. That's completely foreign a concept to me. You guys are real originals. Inside. In yeah, I think if you like, well... I get we're listening to a prisoner, okay? Every time you hear Ian, this is a prisoner in his own mind, his own body, his own home. I thought... I thought maybe you could remove this side piece so you could just use the masher in the middle. By the way, oh, this podcast, by the way, we're not, I'm not going to play the whole thing. It is an hour and 14 minutes long, and it's a long hour and 14 minutes. I cannot. I'm just going to put this back in. I haven't gotten through the whole thing. I cannot. And give it some juice. You know, just fucking mash it. Oh, my God. That sounds so gross. Fucking mash that shit up. When you pour a gallon of milk in your ass... <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Oh, and oh, if, yeah. if anyone's wondering what that plastic crinkling sound is in the background, that's um, Ian's cat El Diablo playing with a, a plastic cat tube. He's just a little baby. She only brought that up to say that the cat's name is El Diablo. You know, girls think that like a cat's name is quirky. You know, <laughs> I actually I named my cat. Gary. It's just like a regular guy's name. Hey boy. We got a lot of tubes going on today. A lot of tu- tubular. <laughs> yeah, this is surviving Skylar. That's right. Sick. Fucking shit. I figure I gotta make this episode long like the old one, you know? So it's getting real, real juicy in there. I'm sure you can hear it. Hear the juice. We're, uh... Yeah, you're panting in the... <laughs> Juicy ASMR. <laughs> this literally sounds like some nasty fucking. That's what good pussy sounds like. Oh my god! <laughs> so you heard you heard her go stop. Did you hear her say that under her breath? Stop! Stop! Ew! Stop! He's going over the line making these jokes. Foul. Oh, and I gotta get the knife in here and kind of chop it up. We haven't even started drinking yet. It's complicated. How are we seven minutes in? Cated business here. I only skipped one minute, so we've heard six minutes of this. If you haven't, if you don't know, now you know. I actually listen to a few podcasts and um, watch a few YouTubers. Oh, do you? (laughs) Oh, really? You listen to a few podcasts and you watch a few YouTubers? Every, pretty much every one of them. Like, I listen to Cody Ko, um, I like Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, um, oh Curtis Connor. But yeah, pretty much, like... Uh, I'm sorry, who? Every YouTuber and podcaster I listen to has mentioned at least once, like, don't, don't make a podcast. Oh, <laughs> Every podcast she's listened to has mentioned don't make a podcast. You know, I can think of a place you heard that first, and it might not have actually been 
on a podcast, but it was from a podcaster. I don't, I might have been balls deep in you when I said it, but I'm pretty sure I don't call me crazy, but if you're not a podcaster, don't make a podcast. And here we are. Well, I mean, it's like I feel like they say that because most people, um, no offense to uh, most of the people listening, normies, um, you're not that interesting. <laughs> These two have the nerve to say that most people aren't interesting, and Skyler calls them normies. The only reason you are interesting, Skyler is because I used my mind to get you Dracula'd. Yeah. And, um, that's a joke. Most people are pretty interesting. It's I just don't like, know about no, that. it's like a lot of people don't know how to, you know, if you're, if you're not gonna lay into it and just what do, do you mean? it. What do you mean by lay into it? I don't know. How angry are you listening to this, by the way? This is, this is rage inducing. I'm just like, fucking be legit with it. If you're not gonna be interesting that don't make a fucking podcast i feel like there's people out there who make podcasts about shit that just aren't interesting it's like i think people come into podcasts with no intention of what they're going to talk about and i know that we're kind of doing that too. oh really do you feel that is that a personal feeling you have skylar interesting so like oh, you guys really are interesting people like what a hypocrite but also at the same time i think and you know, I might be totally wrong, but I think we're interesting. We're interesting people. Like, I rap, you make music, I shoot videos. Oh! I think we're interesting. I mean, I rap, you make music. Yeah, every loser in the back of his garage does that. Who cares? <laughs> you rap. That makes you interesting. You rap. So does every black guy. Should they all have podcasts? Yeah, you really want to listen to Deshaun's podcast? Yeah, so he's not even going to talk loud enough for you to hear him. Yeah, all right, so bet on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about. I'm, I'm be talking talk about. The, the podcast is called Talking About. Yeah, in this episode of pod, Yeah, what up, y'all? This is your homeboy, Deshaun. And uh, on this episode of the podcast. On the podcast, I'm talking about what it like to, you know, be a rapper. And that's like something I personally have been through personally uh, as, you know, an entertainer and entrepreneurialism. You know, I'm a SoundCloud CEO. And so you're not interesting (laughs) by being a rapper. But I love this. She goes, I'm a rapper. You make music. I shoot videos. Now she's got to fill in the blank with something else her boyfriend does that makes him interesting. Listen what she comes up with. Um, you smoke pot. <laughs> you smoke pot. That's an indictment. That's a girlfriend complaining that he does too much laying around smoking weed. He only has one attribute in his own girlfriend's mind. The two things that make up Ian, he makes music and smokes pot. Does that make me interesting? <laughs> no. Um, we don't have any lines. What? I thought we had one, but... Oh, f- 
Fuck, remember when I used it to make a shitty drink with, like, the previous rum and, like, water? Okay. Hey, but at least they still got money for rum. They don't have jobs. They are not getting unemployment. Skyler owes $20,000 in taxes. But thank God they've got their second bottle of rum. I feel like there's a bunch of stuff on the side that needs to be, like, integrated. Oh, we can... I feel like... We're going to get the alcohol in here. It's going to start, you know, kind of breaking shit down. You know, it's going to make it all... We can kind of just mix or it up are you, in there. Are you a scientist? I've done this before. Have you really? No. I I've, I just, you know, I just, I, I don't want to spend all the you. time trying to break this shit down in there when, you know, just get the party started. <laughs> so right Let's now, get the party started. <laughs> so right now I'm using <laughs> a very large unsafe knife to scrape the sides of the watermelon um, through the, the gaping hole in the top that looks like goatsy. I think... Get down! Oh Wait. my god, the cat keeps getting on the counter. Okay, there he goes. That is a really big spoon. A big spoon. <gasps> oh shit, that's actually working. Is it? Yes, it looks like it. Okay. Uh, it looks like some we need like a, slosh. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, let me smush this around. Don't don't splash me. I have a lot of expensive stuff. All right, you know what? There are other little nuggets of joy in this thing, little things we can make fun of, but I can't put you through listening to this whole thing just to get to them. I know at one point, here, I'll just tell you one of them. At one point, they actually start talking about topics, and it's like, they talk about the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, let's get the let's get the. T- you guys are interesting enough to get your takes on the coronavirus. The entire internet. The only thing anyone is ever talking about is the coronavirus. But no, let's hear a rapper and a weed smoker's takes on this. Anyway, at that point, she talks about some sort of. Uh, po- she talks about having listened to a podcast that Joe Biden did. And she goes, insert here. I'm going to put that here. Let me edit that in here. And then it goes, okay, so that's what I was listening to. And she forgot to edit it in. It's not in there. What an idiot. What a retard. What a train wreck. But that's Skylar's life. And of course, it's Skylar's life. And we've enjoyed Skylar's life, haven't we, ladies and gentlemen? Have we been having fun? In season infinity, what an absolute wreck. But, you know, at the end of all of this, I'm left thinking about only one thing. The last Paranoia episode ended with me talking about uh, Skylar being bitten by bats thanks to my bidding, her contracting rabies and getting dracooled. She's become an Alucard, and she's been fully nosferatu and we had a lot of fun with that. And then after that show, we talked to that girl, Casey. I played that for you earlier in the show. I'm left thinking not about Skylar and what happened to her. As far as I'm concerned, she's gotten her just desserts. I'm wondering, where has Casey been all this time? You know, poor, pathetic, big, fat, ugly Casey, you know, Skylar became ugly. Casey was born this way. And so I was wondering, I thought I'd look up Casey. 
And I would try to see maybe what's happened to her in the meantime. So I, I found her Facebook profile. And there's nothing has been posted since 2019 on there. She barely even posted before that. The one before that was April Fool's Day 2018. She said she started a new job. So I'm sure that was another joke in her life. So I clicked on her profile picture. And, oh boy, she's a good-looking gal, isn't she? Go ahead and transvestigate that. She's wearing a witch's hat. Now, I look at the date on this, and it says 2017. It's the year that all of this stuff went down with Skylar. And I don't remember this photo from back then, but this was only a few months after what happened with Skylar. And I look at the caption, and it says... I'm a bat. 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 It all comes together. Even Casey, after getting tricked by Skylar, after being dunked on by Skylar, after Skylar said some of the meanest stuff straight to Casey's face, that year for Halloween, I only just found this out, she made herself and her cat, her dog rather, a bat for Halloween. And I have to assume it was to make fun of Skylar becoming a Dracula. So pretty fun stuff, huh, ladies and gentlemen? What a good time. Had by all but Skylar and Ian, of course, that is Paranoia Part 2. And with that, as far as I know... I am done with Skylar. I hope this illuminated a little bit of that weepy shit show of an episode I did so many years ago. Please, please, please get people to watch this one. Leave comments, subscribe. I'm going to, we're streaming this right now on our backup channel because I had a copyright troll false file a copyright strike against me so I cannot currently live stream to my main channel so I will be re-uploading this as soon as the stream is done I will try to re-upload this to the main channel what I'm hoping you can do is do me the favor when I get it on there hit sub like hit the dislike um re-rescribe to the channel and and, um comment a positive like to my uh, Discord and follow follow me on the no I'm leave a comment hit like and subscribe if you're not already on the channel but particularly on this video leave a comment even if you've already said your piece in the chat room here tonight because now half of my views are going to be cut you know uh, at least half of the views are going to be cut down from having to re-upload this so I do want people to see this one because I think it's a very important follow-up to that previous episode this was great they say great job Jesse is the greatest guy lol Nosferatu stealing my bit about Worski's co-host I don't know what that means the name of the show is in the fucking song. What a dipshit. Yeah, we'll talk about that some other. I'll tell you about the copyright thing in the Pizza Fund some other time. We're going to have several big-time Pizza Fund shows, including $20-level shows, coming up here soon, all about the copyright stuff. So we'll get into that. Join that Pizza Fund, podawful.pizza. Support the show if you like it. And until next time, have an awful day. 
Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.